sometimes that is better. Heyo, what's going on, everyone? It is Nate with Give Me Back My Horror Movies. And with me, as always, is Charlie. Say hello, Charlie. It's me. I'm here. And Charlie, guess what I found at the bottom of a trash bag? Where'd you, what'd you find at the bottom of a trash bag? Did a dog bring something into the house? You know, it wasn't like just the trash bag. It was like the, the what seeps underneath the trash bag and hits the can itself. And that, like, sewage that just kind of lays there for a bit. Why would you bring that in the house? Well, it's not in the house, but you take it outside, you know? Oh, okay. Through the garage? Well, what'd it's you Pete! Find? <laughs> no! <laughs> I <Wow>. found him! <laughs> yes, my triumphant return. Hello, gentlemen! So Where'd you go? <laughs> I have been incredibly busy with the band. Uh, we've been playing a lot, and yeah, that's that's my... I'm not going to say it's an excuse, but uh, that's what's been happening. I've been very. I busy just with have assumed you've been on vacation, a sabbatical. Oh, there was there was a vacation rolled in there somewhere. For somewhere sure. in there, okay. I thought he went to Hollywood to pitch all of our awesome movie ideas. That that's kind of what I was. Hoping. I got two fanfics just right, ready to go. That's it, man. That's it. But as we have said before, we fully support Pete on all of his external ventures, especially this one with the Nacho Street Band. Another plug for those guys. Yeah. If you don't follow them, please do on Facebook, Instagram, and yeah. support. Yeah, we raise money for uh, Nationwide Children's Hospital and uh, the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, we are on a three-year campaign to raise $100,000 for the $3 million renovation of the Ronald McDonald House. We broke twenty grand a couple of weeks ago. And we're we've got we're booked through October, so um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a very good year. Uh, we are playing in Grove City tomorrow, and then we've got boy, we've got like three next week. So it's just, I love it that coming. you sent me the invite for tomorrow, and I'm like, I got my workout and I can't make it. <laughs> that Somehow, late, some that way, two people always have. Yeah, like mine's oh, going shit. pretty late. Um, <laughs> that there, live in Columbus have a hard time meeting up when it comes to seeing your band play. The last one we had the tsunami come in. Oh yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> we we got rained out last last Saturday pretty. And then the one I was supposed years. to be there, I got COVID. So, you got COVID. You know, it's yeah. just never been any good, but <laughs> we'll all work it out soon. Nate one actually will be visiting me here very yes, soon. Yes, I'm very so jealous. Soon. Yes. Well, Pete had an invite. Pete had a place I, to stay, but he can't do it. Playing with the band or something stupid like that. Yeah. Uh, He's got to go make money for the children. Yeah. We're going Won't down to somebody. Oh, please think of the children. The children. We're, we're going down to OSU campus and doing something called busking. And that's best basically running oh, from tailgate to tailgate, begging for money and playing music nice. during Ohio State uh, or during the tailgate part of Ohio State and Notre Dame. It's going to be a whole lot of people down there That's going with to a be whole a lot, lot of money. Got a whole lot of drinking. We'll loosen those wallets. Taken care of, yeah, usually. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Fantastic. Well, Pete, it's great to have you back. Yes. I missed I'm you, Pete. Genuinely excited. I don't, I don't know about this movie, but uh, uh, uh-uh. yes, I'm very, uh-uh. very excited uh-uh. to be back. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh-uh. Let nope. it be known at the record nope. show, this is a Charlie pick. This is yeah. mine. This is <laughs> mine. Charlie picked this movie, and I looked at the cover and went, oh. What is this? Direct to video, drop dead Fred? 
That's not, you're not the first person to make that uh, correlation among <laughs> other correlations. Um, so, yeah, we are covering 1994 Brain Scan starring Edward Furlong. And uh, so we usually pick movies that we enjoy for the most part. <laughs> Stop it, Pete. We pick movies Unless I that, pick one and then you know, one of away into is, our heart. in a hateful, for spiteful the, mood. Most part is why I added that. There's an asterisk. Although Nate didn't like your last one, and I loved it, so I, don't I know, know. I know. I, I had a really bad month. I'm, I'm, I'm batting 500 with you two dingoes. That's all right. That's all right. But no. Um. So normally, when Nate and I have picked these movies out and stuff like that, it's like, well, we should do a slasher. We should do this movie. We should do a haunted house movie, and we all know how that turned out last time. So really sleepy. This I got thinking of. This is really the first movie I've picked based strictly on nostalgia. This is a pinnacle movie for me, and I I have watched it countless times. I've owned every iteration except the Shout Factory Blu-ray, which will be ordered um, before the end of the week. Didn't even know that but, was a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had the VHS. I had I have the DVD. I did watch it on Tubi, trying to see if maybe it was a different like cut or something it wasn't um so this movie has always been something that has stuck with me for years because it it's the first movie i could connect to when i watched it i watched this movie going that's me i was a metalhead i was not part of the in crowd i didn't play sports i didn't do all this other stuff and while I didn't have, you know, we didn't have the money for giant computer setups. I mean, that no one this kid then. in the movie had the setup. I mean, he had a computer that he had an Alexa before Alexa's. Thank yeah, you know, was, this I guy got, had I got that Siri. one written down. Uh huh. Um, and so he called his Igor, but <laughs> Igor. I yes, there we go. Nice little uh, young, or what was it, Frankenstein? Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein. That's it, man. <laughs> But no, this movie, since I, I watched it for the first time, me and Ben, unfortunately not in theaters, and I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit on why oh, I didn't watch oh it boy. in theaters. <laughs> um, I've watched it ever since, man. It's always been my, it's almost like a comfort movie for me. And I was like, I want to do this one. And when I told Nate, He's like, okay, you know, no deer in the headlights because I had yeah. never heard of it. <laughs> Nate, uh, surprisingly, had never heard of it. And as we go through this episode, fate is kind of weird to us. And we'll find out why this this particular movie on this particular day is kind of kind of awesome that it happened. So that, ladies and right. gentlemen, is a tease. That is a tease. <laughs> so That's not what I'm used to around. when it comes to teases. I'm sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> saucy. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and get the trailer out of the way here, guys. What do you say? Let's do it. All do right. it. your attention. Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Trickster. What was that film you were watching? Death, death, death. Death, death, death. Part two. Oh, Lord. Michael's seen it. Go for it, man. Done it. Played it. Look, I've played them all. And just when he thought he'd die of boredom. Brain scared. The ultimate experience in interactive terror. Never leave home without it. <laughs> You're in the game, man. You're in control. 
must think like a killer. Cover up any clues. Leave no witnesses, no evidence. A challenge he can't resist. It was so real. It was sick. See, I told you, man. I told you it would blow your mind. A game he can't escape. There was a grisly murder in the quiet suburban town of Mountview today. So you did it. What was on that disc? It's not a game anymore. Hamilton and Hayden. It's real. It wasn't supposed to be real. Real, unreal. What's the difference? I didn't kill the man. I didn't even know. You're in this now. You won't survive on your own. You started this and now you're afraid to finish it just like you're afraid of everything else. I won't kill her. She don't kill her. Wait. The witness has to die. Edward Furlong, Frank Langella, and introducing T. Ryder Smith as the trickster. Brain scan. I can't wait to see what you do next. Do, 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 do. Yes! <laughs> metal and horror, man. Metal and horror. That's a good trailer, man. That's uh, that is that mo- that trailer, trailer does voice, sell the movie pretty metal. well. Yeah, that's good. Yes. No, that it, God, dude. This actually is one of the things that surprises me that Nate's not seen this movie. Is this is like right at metal and horror movie. Well, being I have married. a very sneaking suspicion as to why I've never heard of it. Oh, why is that? Because this movie was only in theaters for two weeks, and it feels like it just got <laughs> buried after that. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. I can't at even all. figure out what the budget was. I can't even like find it anywhere. But it only grossed four million dollars yeah. worldwide. Now, I, yeah. I this is a first time watch for me as well, and I remember seeing it in the in the uh, uh, the blockbuster or the family video or what did I uh, video connection is what I lived mm-hmm. nearby. Uh, in the well late nineties, uh, I suppose. And I do remember the cover of this. So it's, I'm not unfamiliar with the movie. It just, that cover never drew me in. It's a little, I don't know. It's yeah. just a little uninteresting of a, of a cover. There's, it doesn't really tell me what's going on. Yeah. There's two covers. There's the international release. That is what most people now recognize, which is uh, the, what the shout factor even used. TJ the face that looks, or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. TJ or TJ. Right. Right. Yeah. That's right. T Ryder um, Smith. Sir. Sure. Um, but the one from, you know, the United States releases literally just like Edward Furlong standing among static and uh, the tricksters kind of, silhouetted in the background ever so slightly oh so, interesting yeah it's not it's not a cover that grabs you but this was one of those edward furlong was on fire for the early part of the 90s so after why? terminator 2 terminator 2 man no yeah. i know i understand why ed furlong yeah. was cast in this because he was hot shit at the point at that point right and but this was... he is such a garbage actor that I I got no time for that kid. Hey, what you mean, man? Right, right. That's my Edward Furlong. <laughs> is he a teenager with angsty problems that his voice is changing and he's going through <laughs> some shit? Been changing for because two years. Guess what? That's what this movie is, and that's why this I is probably know. one of his better movies because it is literally about a kid that's his exact age in this movie. You know, it's not like he's going to be the savior of the human race and Terminator. I get that. You know, he was never that 
great in Pet Cemetery 2, even though I do like no. Pet Cemetery 2. Good you Lord, know. you're the only one. <laughs> it's got the it's got the Kurgan in it, man. It How does have the Kurgan. It. It's the Kurgan. <laughs> it's also oh, got the, an amazing the decisions like, you've made in life, Charlie. The wild ending best. in that movie as well. Too. When he's that's, holding that's that kid's true. head to yeah, yeah, the yeah, motorcycle. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> One scene does not make a movie. <laughs> Even remember if it's that, bitching. <laughs> remember that when we talked about thirst. I um, look forward <laughs> to when Good Beer Bad Movie Night decides to do oh. The Crow Wicked Prayer. Right, oh. yeah, yeah. Oh, Please yeah, Edward Furlong. Make did it that happen. One. You get Tara Reed and you get Edward Furlong. Oh. Or he could do what is it, the remake of uh, Night of the Demons that he was in? Oh, he was in that. Yeah, he was I in that. I feel like one. there's a lot of fodder in the late 2000s that Good Beer Bad Movie Night could have a heyday with. Now, look. <laughs> Peace, this is, like, my, this is my show. Or that, that's my show. This <laughs> is my show. show. We're not that's my show. On, this is your show. We're not stepping on your show, <laughs> even though we don't agree with some you ratings do you've done Terminator recently. Terminator Dark Fate. <laughs> no, no one should do Terminator Dark Fate. I'll only ever do it so I could tell everyone how I fixed the movie. So that's, Ooh. yeah, I what fixed about it. Sometimes that's a lot of fun when, you've, when you have fixed it. Assault on Wall Street. It's probably <laughs> a Edward Furlong classic. No, he doesn't. Classics and Edward Furlong do not go hand in that's, hand. That's okay, not, <laughs> yeah, that's, two does. that Venn diagram is tiny. <laughs> yeah, Ter- Terminator oh, Two was and, it. and Detroit it. Rock City. I do okay. love Detroit Rock City. I love that movie. Um, and I wasn't going to jump into this right away, but I, I found out some information about him that I was like, "Holy shit!" So. They got him a tutor when he was filming Terminator 2. Sure, because he's he's underage. He's still in high school. He was underage. He was still. And um, him and his tutor, who was female, (gasps) hit it off really well. No, gross. I'm not done, guys. Hold your grosses till the end of the story. (laughs) Um, She was 26 years old. He was 13. Ah! They... She then became his manager, and they lived together till 1998. Ah, right before Detroit Rock City. How That's... does something like that happen, even in the 90s? I mean, in the eyes I of the I still feel like because of the rate. 90s, yeah. Like the right, last... but I'm saying, flip flip the genders, oh. and yeah, that would have stopped immediately, but yet this was but okay. They're... Jerry Lee Lewis and his cousin. Dude, it's... I'm like, it's no wonder this kid was basically on a crash course with his life. That is a messed up situation to be involved in. She even sued him later for some of his money he made (laughs) while she was manager. So it's this whole weird lifestyle he was thrust into. And I just don't think he could ever dig his way back up out of it. He's tried. I know he's kind of gotten a little bit better. He's cleaned up. He's hopefully he's still sober um but anyway that's not what we're talking this isn't the edward furlong episode but he's the reason why i rented this movie also this was the time where ben and i are renting every horror movie okay. at the video rental store this is fairly uh uh kid fr- i don't want to say kid friendly but it's it's pretty kid friendly it's, it's not it's, it's the very- right teenager yeah yeah yeah. but i i think even kids kids these days would look at this technology that's being used and go the heck is going on here this is this this This, movie will (laughs) 
and, and this will go over Anthony's head if I oh, let sure. him watch this because he have no concept other than this would be probably the best one for me to show him and go here's a glimpse into your dad's upbringing what was popular what was going on hell even down to the style that what the kids are wearing how they talked <laughs> this was me and it's this is where the difference comes down to was when I did start watching the Freddy movies the Jason movies all those what was shown as teenagers a they weren't really teenagers no but <laughs> i don't have any concept of how those teenagers were brought up with the parties that they would always go to or the summer camps they would always go to or you know, the endless sex scenes constantly in those this one was a lot closer to being an outsider growing up loving heavy metal and loving probably comic books and stuff like that back in the 90s that was looked down upon you know, we were the oh, outcasts sure. in school. Oh, heavily. Oh, for sure. Dude, I, I wore black heavy metal t-shirts all the time, man. That's all we wore, you know, and I played video games. I, like I said, I didn't have the computer rig he does, but I no, knew what no it was. And we were on <laughs> during the 90s. And this is something I know Nate wants to do in a little bit here on the show. I feel like then, we just go into it if right you now. Wanna, so... Nate, why don't you just go ahead and intro that so I can continue my thoughts? Yeah. So my whole thing was I wanted everyone to bring three things from the 90s that they latched on to. Something that kind of defined them or was a part of their life that really made an impact on them. So I figured we can go around, do one at a time. How's that sound? Sure. And since I'll, I'll start. You since start. It goes it goes because the other thing about this movie and all that was. It was a time of the video game market was constantly changing. There was always the next newest system that, you know, we had from the, you know, the Atari to the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, the Sega, the Jaguar, all, it was just constant, constant, constant game after game after game. We got Mortal Kombat. We got Killer Inst. You know, we had all these games, just this, this influx of content and the nineties was flooded with it. And it's one of the things I remembered most. So that was another connection was this movie revolves around a game that immerses you into the content. You know, you're supposed to be a killer. You know, you're you're through the eyes of a killer, which is kind of a cool concept. It kind of harkens back a little bit to like Maniac where you would watch through oh, yeah. the eyes of yeah. the killer call, and things call. like that. And so, but they put it, this is also when there was a, you know, we, we talked about the satanic panic during Amityville. Now we're going to talk about how bad damn, damn video games are going to ruin all your well, kids. Yeah. Video games, heavy metal, music, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. D&D. Yeah, all that was all stuff. leading to the next level was video games was right. the next I mean, thing that was targeted. Sure. When you we had, always have to find something to be the enemy and mm -hmm. it's always something super ridiculous. You need, ridiculous you need a face of your enemy. It can't just you be don't understand. Society. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I love, it's funny we're doing an Edward Furlong, but that was one of the things they touch on in Detroit Rock City was when all the moms went to go protest the concert for kids. <laughs> right. But the moms just kept doing it, even every generation. So we had the moms against violent video games. Hell, video games started getting raided because of all the pushback. Oh, yeah, this is These... the time that we're talking about, you know, M games and teen games and all that. Right, all that. Because of Mortal Kombat. But you also had D. Snyder talking to Congress about metal music and why it's not Satanism, why it's not all this other stuff. I mean, it was 
the 90s was chaos when it comes to trying to find your identity. You guys think it's bad now. The it, 90s was kind of the was, start of that. It, it really was. But I'm, I also, I kind of, I kind of see the, the flip side of this coin here. I see D. Snyder 100% like freedom of speech, bitches. We deserve, it's an inalienable right in our society for freedom of speech. As long mm. as it doesn't hurt anybody, right? Right, right. So this explicit content comes on, whether it's music or movies or, mm. or, or video games. If you slap a, a MA-17 on something, me as a parent, who isn't, but me if I was a parent, could walk into the store and quickly decide what game is and isn't appropriate yes. for my child. Yes. So I have no problems with them putting explicit lyrics on said game or or movie or 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 album. I have no problems right. with that. But I also don't want you to censor any of it either. That, and I think that was the fear was if we allowed it was them it was with the Tipper Gore to, thing. Absolutely. Yeah. They were they, that, they, that's was, what it was. And there's also the radio edits. I got no problem with the radio edits because that's for public consumption. It is. Uh, if you want to listen to it on your own in your house, what you do in your house on your own time is your business. Nobody mm-hmm. else's as long as it's not hurting anybody. So yep. uh, that that's that's where I stand. Uh, soapbox done. No, you're fine. <laughs> and I know we're supposed to be doing a roundtable of the 90s, but because we're on the subject, this movie touches on that nerve. This movie shines a light on. Oh, you know, especially with the principal of the school, like you know, you, you can't be watching that kind of movie, even though yeah, we let you have a horror oh, the club. Prince, it's a horror exactly club. What horror the... club is amazing. I we had clubs. I wish I'd have thought about doing a horror <laughs> right. club. Yeah, we had a baseball training <laughs> Didn't club. Know that was an option. We had all these other things, but the fact that it was like okay, now I need to pre-watch before you're allowed to show it to everyone else. That is just instantly just talking about. I need to censor this before it's allowed for the other students to see, you know, I got to give them my stamp of approval on it, you know? So it's just this. And then we're getting into for, for the high video schoolers, game. I'm not yeah. totally against that. <laughs> no, but I don't think death, death, death was that much of a gory movie though. Part two, part two, <laughs> part, part two. two. That was my favorite part. <laughs> Do you want to see death, death, death part two? Because I watched the scene where the guy got his hand cut off and I'm like, yeah, I don't. This feels like a Hammer film kind of horror movie. <laughs> was, was the first movie Death, and then the sequel was Death, Death, and then the the third movie was Death, Death, Death. Well, I think but this was Death, death, make... death, Death. So it was, oh, was it okay? part two. Yeah, I was making a so joke. Maybe and I it failed. was. Maybe Death, Death <laughs> is part three, but it's a prequel of somehow like a Death one point five. It's Death plus two is the first one, and then we got Death, Death. I don't know. It's, okay, there's we've, a joke in there we, We've skewed from uh, a Nate's question, yeah, I think. So, death uh, high. So, Pete, you, this is the beauty of what we're also doing, as most people know. We're of different generations here. So, yeah, you know, yeah, we, within a few, we kind of land in different areas of the 90s of our ages. five years apart each. I, I think Give I'm take. eight eight above nate i'm 42 okay yeah so i got i got six on you i'm I'm okay so 49 next month we're we're within this even distribution across but that's a huge that's a huge gap when you're in junior high high school that's a giant gap yeah Uh, even even in college like if you can be in the middle of your college degree and you're a senior in high school and that is that that gap is miles apart it's 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 a it's the grand canyon uh but 
funny you say that, uh, uh, Charlie. I'm one of my things that I wrote down uh, wasn't necessarily video games, but the arcades. We still had arcades in the '90s. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember arcades in the '80s. I had a Commodore 64 with a five-inch floppy disk. Uh, I had a an Odyssey. That's a personal there, Pete. I know. I mean, <laughs> and it was floppy. Let me tell you, when when I was ten, that was great. <laughs> we broke bait. That's always my goal. There he, there he goes. <laughs> so, so I I, I bought uh, with my lawnmower money. I bought my first eight bit Nintendo. But mm-hmm. I still loved going to the arcades in the mall. So when mom would drag us to the mall for what whatever the heck she wanted us to do. I would gravitate towards that arcade there with $5 in my pocket and I mm-hmm. could play for a couple hours easy, whatever I wanted to. Also the nineties and specifically, this is where I was headed was a, a renaissance of pinball. And I, and I, I know that's, that's one of my things. I got, got my Godzilla, I got my trumpet and I got my pinball. Those are and beer. Of course that just mm. everything that surrounds that's, that's the recipe you make to get all, a peak. all of my, all of my hoppies, <laughs> hoppies, all of my hoppies. hoppies. Yeah, I know. All that revolves around alcohol of some sort. So anyway, <laughs> maybe not in the nineties uh, or the early nineties anyway. Uh, but the, the, the arcades back then had these, a renaissance of pinball, like starting at, you can, you can argue where it actually started, but when the Adams family came out in 1992, that blew the doors off of anything before it and arguably most of the stuff after it until maybe the mid uh, 2010s or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the, the theme integration, the call-outs, the, the toys in it was, uh, it, it was hard to beat. It's still hard to beat. It's one of the most replayable pinball machines out there and that came out in the early 90s and then other companies tried to ape that experience where you were giving you were doing this this uh, uh world under glass i suppose where yeah. there was a there was a there was a story to be told with this machine and we we all reaped the benefits of this competition mm-hmm. and we got we got things like roller coaster tycoon which might not be great uh let's 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 go back well we could, we got twilight zone we got um uh, the road shows, uh, whirlwind. Eh, that was a little earlier. Uh, anyway, I'm I'm getting my themes mixed up. But anyway, you could walk into an arcade and hit two or three of these great pinball machines, and just have the time of your life. Yeah. And that that's one of the things that I remember that that really Im- impressed itself onto me uh, in the '90s was was this this. Uh, it was still a social uh, aspect when you went to the arcade and you would still yes. meet the same burnouts and you could buy cigarettes in the back if you wanted to, and probably more if I knew what I was asking for. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was wink, the art. Nod, nod. We, right. We understand. Cop, I, cop. I, I, I still love playing my games at home, but any opportunity that I had, we lived in a small town. It was far away from an actual mall mall. So it wasn't something I could ride my bike to. Uh, but when I was there, I definitely ran straight for the arcade with a with a $5 bill in my pocket, and I was good for a couple hours, and Mom would get her stuff done, and we'd go home. There you go. Well, Nate. Uh, ba- I'm right baby there Nate. with everyone. It, it's video Nate. games. I am jealous, though, that, like, we only had one arcade in Springfield, and it was in the mall, and we didn't get to go to the mall often as a kid, so no. I didn't really get to have the full arcade experience that I wish I could have. 
Yeah. That's why I love but, 16-bit and pins so much. That way yeah. I can just get my alcohol and my, my video My game county on. fair had like a six-tent setup where they had arcades and pinball machines. That's incredible. And we would walk through the mud to to play our Miss Pac-Mans and centipedes. <laughs> All those machines just eating them quarters up. Oh, it was stinky. Anyway, but so sorry, Nate. My, Didn't uh, use the toe. Nah, my aunt had a Sega Genesis, and I'm fairly confident Ooh. like Sonic was the very first I think video you're right. game I ever played. Yeah. 16-bit you know, Sega Genesis, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was my that mind, was Sonic. And then that Christmas, I, I ended up getting one from old yeah. Santa Claus and couldn't figure out how he built it. Could not figure that Dad, out. Dad brought home an Atari one day. 26? Uh, was, 72. Uh, still had wood grain. I don't know if that 26. makes a difference. Probably still 26. <laughs> probably, probably still 26. Um, so that was my first video game system, but I will always remember the Christmas I got a Nintendo. <sighs> and again, didn't have a lot of money. I don't, there's sure. no, you know, nothing like that. My parents did the best they could. They provided Dad was able, because he worked for Pepsi, he was able, to, they were doing a huge promotion with Pepsi and Nintendo. I mean, Pepsi was everywhere. Um, he was able to buy a Nintendo, but it was the bare console. So I didn't get the Zapper, oh, uh, okay. like sure, Duck Hunt, Super sure. Mario Brothers. Yeah. I didn't get any of that. So my first, and this is funny, this is going to tie right into Pete. My first two games was Burger Time and Pinball. Nice. So, Nintendo Pinball. Nintendo oh, Pinball, which God, is on the Switch right now. I yeah. love that game. Nice. Um, but I, that was I my first. I think like, mine, mine would have been Sonic and Streets of Rage 2, I believe. That's a good one. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I believe those were like the right. games right. that I got the pipe. for Christmas. You could pick up the, the pipe, pipe, right? You could yep, pick you up the, some the, the kid the on the rollerblades. Yeah, barrels. you could either be the giant big dude that looked like Max. me, or the guy that looked like Nate. Um, you know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, like video games made such impact into my life that I mean, that's what my hobby is now, still to this day. Like, so well, I have the '90s to thank for that because, like you had said, I mean, the marketing for these things where it was Mario having that mascot and Sonic being the mascot. Then moving on up to Crash Bandicoot, you know, like with well, the PlayStation. This was, this was every Saturday morning, these commercials ran. Every afternoon when school was out, these commercials ran. Mm -hmm. It was toys and video games, toys and video games. And it was just, it's why we play fun little commercials in our commercial breaks. You know, we do those type of things. So let's bring this all back full circle back to the movie, which is centric this around is why I, I wanted yeah. to bring talk about the 90s, because the movie itself, there's not much to go on. <laughs> so, Nate, you're worried we didn't have enough to talk about with this movie. Well, so here's what's cool about this movie. Yeah, when I was starting it out and I was like, man, this is a really cool premise. Mm -hmm. I'm really digging this. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. And, and then to me. We we get to the first kill and it's visceral, it's gross, mm -hmm. it was uncomfortable. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we might be on to something here. And then it kind of lost steam for me. I still enjoyed myself. I'm not bashing the movie. Um mm -hmm. there's nothing here I, I want to bash about, um, really. It right. was it was more or less, I feel like there's a really great premise still in this movie that even to today's day and age with like the VR headsets and stuff, you have a possibility of remaking this. But also with the 90s, we're talking about this new computer technology and kids with video games and violence than what this movie was touching upon. Yeah. And 
we had this. We had Lawnmower Man. We had uh, was it Johnny oh, Mnemonic with Keanu Reeves? Johnny Mnemonic. We covered that not too long ago. Slap you. But that's kind of where we're at right now in the early '90s when it comes to these movies. Right. You know. But guess what? I'm not gonna ding this movie. Because I know no, when it was I, I'm made. I'm not going to ding it for some it, of the CGI it, choices it that didn't happened have later Jurassic, on. It didn't have right. Jurassic Park right. money. It My didn't thing, have this other stuff. You didn't have Terminator 2, Edward Furlong. After that first kill to be like, oh boy, what's going to be the next kill? What's going to be the next kill? You know, like, I was waiting for this to keep escalating worse and worse and then have the twist revealed that this was all him doing it. Instead, it's like, boom, the twist reveal right at the very beginning of the movie. You're like, oh. Okay, so now he's instantly against it. So that's where I feel like the the filmmaker decided that I don't want this to be a slasher movie, which is something I want to talk about here in just a bit. Hmm. It's where he decided that the movie needed to be more cerebral and really play with your mind. And also, again, I have such a connection with this movie, though. Everything Edward Furlong's going through and experiencing in this movie is relatable to me. You know, from being awkward around girls, not knowing how, you know, they may think of you. I don't think I ever put a video camera into a girl's window. No, but do not do that. <laughs> Disclaimer. But do not me, do that. <laughs> hold on. Let me say this, though. There is not an adolescent boy that would not try at least once. I, you know, especially when you're that no, age. I, I feel like that wouldn't try that. every... uh Let's, if Teenage we're boy, though, here. wish they had a uh, a girl next door, though. Yeah, see, this but place... you got, see, like, someone was... like me that lives out in the middle of nowhere. You, you don't get that opportunity. That was me. I didn't have you a know? girl that lived next. So we had we're... two neighbors, one to the left, one to the right, and then you had up down the road where we rode our bike. And, yep. like, two neighbors up there, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Nate lived in Ohio, Virginia. I lived in Virginia, Ohio. <laughs> um, because it's both rural where we grew up. So, no, but I was able to go... I was still able to go, I understand where his head is. He's also the only one in this movie that's actually 15. The girl is in her 20s. Yeah, Kyle, his best friend's like basically 30. Right. He's he's 27. Yeah, Yeah. basically 30. 27 And he's playing Beavis. I bought it, though. (laughs) I mean, mean, look at him in the movie. When I saw that... The kid from Terminator 2 looks older than Kyle, agree, the redheaded one. Yep. Yeah. So it's no. like, that guy's 27. He gets in trouble a lot. He gets ID'd everywhere he goes. Girls laugh at him, period. That's all I can say when he looked like that and playing a 15-year-old, and I bought it. You know, that's probably the most believable thing in the movie. <laughs> but I loved how... Again, I just I'm going to end up repeating myself so much because I had such a connection to this movie. I also so I, I, this otherwise this thing's going to be an extremely long episode. There's a lot of stuff that happened when I was doing research in this movie because we don't plan out specific reasons for we do why we do these movies like a date. We've done it one time. What Nate? We did the Friday the Thirteenth because it was the it was the anniversary uh, anniversary of part seven. Yep. Of part seven. Now, oh yeah, lay this, it on me. I want to hear what you got. Well, this isn't the anniversary of Brain Scan, but there's some fun things in this that are little Easter eggs, a to our show, and to the movie. Ooh. So, to the show, oh, there is an Easter egg that the ad for Brain Scan is in a Fangoria magazine. 
they they reference Fangoria a lot in this. Oh yeah, they're reading Fangoria Perfect. nonstop. The last shot of the movie is, yeah. is Ed what reading uh, Fangoria. Right. So and there are several different magazines, but the very particular one that he has that has the the ad in it is Fangoria number ninety five. <laughs> okay. The very <laughs> same Fangoria I saw for the first time that has burned an image in my brain, and I brought it up on the Dark Man episode was the eyeballs popping out of the face from Total Recall, Total Recall? was on the okay. cover. Oh, man. Yeah, that's and a good one. Nice. Dark, Dark Man is in the corner, so you see, because the very next issue is Dark Man Unmasked. So I referenced that back in our Dark Man episode. Here's some fun, though. Today, as we record, is the anniversary of Dark Man. So <laughs> Dark Man <laughs> came out what? today. And it was on the cover of that that I referenced in the Darkman episode on one of my favorite movies of a, the very first Fangoria I remember seeing. So President Number, Lincoln had a secretary named yeah, Kennedy and exactly. President Kennedy had a secretary named Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Just before recording, there was another anniversary that I found out. And <laughs> Nate kind of made a quick little joke here about how it's a... Uh, reference to like drop dead fred there's also uh siskel and ebert made a comment literally about drop dead fred and beetlejuice a lot of people consider this guy like a knockoff freddy krueger there's another movie that this this particular movie acts like an adult version and i'm wondering if you guys got it there is a movie that came out right at the end of the 80s right into the 90s it's a classic but it, it's almost a, an adult remake of this movie, Brain Scan. Any idea what it is? The only thing I could think of, and I, I'm going to butcher the name of the movie, was is it Little Monsters? Bingo. That, today, that's what, that was what I got the vibe out of from this movie. Today is the anniversary. Yeah, today yep. is the anniversary of Little Monsters as well. Because I loved oh, Little Monsters. Why is that an adult version of this movie? <laughs> because you had this Because Fred wild... Savage and Howie Mandel. Yeah, but... It, Howie Mandel was a monster that was influencing Fred Savage. Yeah. Fred Savage had a girl that he was interested in. If you watch, we actually just got that movie for the kids to watch. And oh, to okay. Yeah. It is without the murder, but there's some dark <laughs> elements. No, there's some Are dark there? elements in Little Monsters. Okay, like, I've seen it once. Revisit so Little Monsters. Dude, the, it's been the, years. Right. The main antagonist at the end, boy, is terrifying as no all kidding. get out. All right, I'm I am down. not joking. So watch that again. But anyway, okay, there yeah. is there is a lot of people that will be like, "This is kind of like an R-rated Little Monsters." Today oh, is the okay. anniversary for that. It's also another anniversary, Nate. Oh my goodness! Yes, it is. There's a lot going on in this episode. <laughs> I had to get this in here. This is the perfect episode to do it on, though. Nate, what's today's anniversary? A year ago, not quite exactly, like, uh, just a couple days Within after a, couple a year, days. yeah, a give or days. take, it, it is when I made my first appearance on the podcast. What? We did, we did yeah. Hellbound. We introduced you Nate. You made me watch a Chuck Norris movie where he fights pro-Satan operating system. <laughs> yeah, we did. And it was amazing. It I don't was. know what anyone says. You can listen to that episode and be like, man, oh, I Nate did. barely talks at all. Then you can listen to our Near Dark episode and be like, man. They have no idea what they're doing. (laughs) (laughs) 
still and then they listen to this episode and they're like they still don't have they any still idea don't really doing. know <laughs> we never said we did but at least they're not walking scene through scene by hey, you damn get what scene. you pay for people that's it and you're not paying for it so this is what you get that's what i'm <laughs> point but anyway i thought it was kind of a little cool kinda idea crazy that- there was all these little like connections to this movie little that cookie crumbs. I have that loved this fun. movie forever. And then I can still find something that I like completely in this movie. And okay. Edward Furlong, he plays a video game. It takes over. It, it, it ends up that he's the killer and we're watching a lot of the stuff through his eyes. I do agree with what Nate said though. It, it comes a point where you're kind of like, Holy crap. That first kill is amazing. It really is. It's, it's very good. You're like, if that's the first one, holy shit, what am I in for? Yeah, it's this dude asleep just getting attacked by a knife, which is like a huge fear of mine. Yeah. Is to just be randomly stabbed while sleeping. I just don't want anyone to cut vulnerable. my foot off. Yeah. And then, yeah, to have the foot be taken off as the trophy is like, holy crap, we're going to deal with like some serial killer, like, take the trophy. Know, trophy. I'm, I'm never looking in Nate's freezer. Ever. Yeah, I don't. Ever. Don't. I, I don't make sure that. you hide it really well freezer, <laughs> freezer. <laughs> and then he goes to bury the foot and immediately jackie and i are going i wonder if he's going to the pet cemetery right, right. Ah, <laughs> killer foot running around <laughs> trying to <laughs> kick his ass oh but no it, a killer foot kicking ass that would be see <laughs> i also enjoyed that the yes Yes, you like what the I movie did there? decides we don't have the budget nor the uh, explanation to be like, what if he has like a headset or you know this giant video game system? Uh, so we'll just say it's all like you put in the disc and then you close your eyes. And you know what? I bought it. He was in a kick-ass recliner. I was already like, I, I that love was a that. Game, he that has was the a game gamer kit. chair. I that wish I had. Before, yeah, I mean, he's got an awesome sound system. Yeah. On a 17-inch monitor, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which was like a big baby. screen. That's that bigger was, than what I had a, That was a up. sexy, sexy screen. And, and that computer had, had to have at least had one gigabyte of RAM, I bet. Oh, exactly. at least. Yeah, for at sure. At least. Yeah. But, you know, you had to call the number to turn the game on. I was like, that's kind of wild. You well, know, do you remember? Like, you used to be able to, like, in the back of the instruction book. In, yeah, Try again. In the back of the book. You could uh, call the number if you needed tips. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. How to For, beat the game. And it was $2. Really, it was a 900 like number. Two ninety nine a minute or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Hey, I, I, God, I wish I could go back in time and call him because I got that adult money now. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know dude i got adult money too and i don't i don't dig two dollars yeah, a minute but That's like not there's cool. at least you know what people what throw YouTube's twelve dollars to random Hello, people on only fans while we connect you with, with a game expert <laughs> oh god please get Shut. me off hold get me off hold this is costing me money <laughs> that's right <laughs> but i will throw twelve dollars just to get me to the next level yeah, I'm, I'm telling you man, i would YouTube's also like for. to be like because back in the day <laughs> It, you could have, if you saved at the wrong spot with the wrong amount of health and not enough health potions, oh, you're, you were you're boned. Doomed. Yeah. So I, I would also, weird. like, imagine making that phone call me and then be like, you did what? And then yeah. you saved it. We Oops. can't help you. <laughs> yeah, no, you're, you're screwed, but, man. But, <laughs> but you've got the you've got the emerald key, right? That's right. Uh, the what? That? That? <laughs> yeah, exactly. the what? Or, or it'd be like Resident Evil, like, well, you got the Magnum. Yeah. Dude, the start what? over. <laughs> no! just, just hit reset, man. Just hit reset. Oh man! Or you know, Nintendo. There was no save. So no, you, yeah, not really. You played through. 
<laughs> Look, the only way we're going to get you to keep playing this game is to make it super, super hard and right. no saves. Welcome but, to Jurassic yeah. Park, the video yeah. game. <laughs> or Lion King, yeah. the video game. The, Literally uh, any movie like base game back then. You got it. You nailed it. So, yes, but back onto the point of we had an amazing kill. Yeah, no, we don't. Just back on some kind of track. Um, That's fair. The next kill is kind of a letdown. They expect the shock of it being Kyle, his best friend, to to have the impact. And I'm like, no, I really kind of wanted to see it. Even if it had only been the aftermath, like, Blood standing everywhere. Over the body with bloody yeah. hands. Yeah. Standing mm-hmm. over the body holding a, a different weapon. But they weapon. skip everything. And All he gets uh, he, he gets a phone call or something that your buddy's dead or something. Oh, no. He, what, he what opens his uh, fridge well, and sees calls, his buddy's pendant and yeah, then yeah, calls yeah. his buddy yeah. to see if like, it confirms it, his it. suspicions yep. that this is actually a reality happening, that he is yep. the one doing these killings. And that's what and, confirms it. In the, also, in the, he takes a very big drink of milk, which we. Oh my god! Is the grossest thing. No in one the movie. drinks milk like that. Nobody. <laughs> it's pouring off his face. He gets up to take the disc out. It's still on his face when he sits down. I'm like, that's <laughs> this just... is why the girl next door won't talk to you because you're always oh. covered in milk. God, man, she doesn't know it's milk though. But. Anyway. <laughs> 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 it could have been yogurt. What the hell's wrong with you two? Damn it, man. <laughs> I think she's ever wisely, had... wisely cautious uh, about this boy. Right. As she strip teases for him oh, in don't, the window. Don't, God, please stop. So I, I cannot. I, I cannot. You know what we should get to? The people David Tom. Bowie showing up. But, not David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie. I, w- I no. would have seen David Bowie in his cod piece. <laughs> yeah, there was no cod piece. I in don't. I, I would have. I would have seen that immaculate uh, representation of manhood. Well, this is what been, happens uh, when you order David Bowie, awe, as I always am, off Wish dot com or oh, Brainscan. This, this is Wish David Bowie. Is that what you? Yeah, no, what it is? <laughs> Damn it! Who never leaves home without his Primus album? Hey, that was awesome. I was losing it. The fact that he was just going through, I was like, who is this imaginary character making fun of this kid's music? Oh, you're talking about the trickster or whatever. Shit music, shit music, shit music. I'll play something good. He jumps, walks across his desk, pops in the CD, jumps off, and I'm like, bass slap start. Primus. And he goes, (laughs) he yells, he howls, he goes to town. I'm like, yes. And Ever Furlong stops him. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Don't stop him. This is Primus. Yeah, I don't know why. He sh- that should have been right up his alley. <laughs> You'd think. Right? It was probably too new. I mean, Primus was, that was out at the that beginning of their career. That would have been out there in 94. Yeah. yeah. It was It was called Welcome to This World. So it, it had an sure end if you knew what, then. if you knew what, you know, the song was called. It was the trickster coming in. I saw world Primus world. open for Rush once. Oh, awesome. that sounds beautiful. It was, it was kind of kick-ass. <laughs> <laughs> Two this, very different bands in the same so venue. It, I think now is a great time to even go, you know, the soundtrack for this movie is probably the movie's biggest saving grace as this movie goes through. I it's love the soundtrack. It's something I appreciate this. now because in the 90s, I was not in the music at all. Well, see, this was, this was, this was music me and Ben listened to. Yeah, this so, would make sense. The white zombie song that's playing. Oh yeah, when Thunderkiss sixty five is playing in the background. That's not just Thunderkiss sixty five. That's Thunderkiss sixty five remix with KMFDM. So 
it was elevated now we're even. My language. Yes. Oh, Ben and I were huge KMFDM fans <laughs> right Such at this time. Such a good band. <laughs> um, but that's that again. It was just another thing that grabbed me. And say what I, I get what other people say. This guy's kind of a knockoff Freddy Krueger. Obviously, they were hoping for a franchise with this guy. It, I, I definitely it's think so. Like that the, dumbass ending. Yeah. Yeah. Waiting for this to strike gold because now we have exited the eighties. You know, oh, well, we're in a new generation, so Freddy's old. Jason's Freddy's old. Dead. Michael's old. Yeah, yeah. Well, Freddy's, Freddy's dead. dead just yet. Like in a no, year, computer. Fred, computer dead was right then, wasn't it? <sighs> when was five? I try to forget five exists, so I don't. <laughs> That's Freddy's dead, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Ooh. I thought that was. Like is that the one in three D or the one that was partially in three D? I think five is the one where I think there's literally a video game in it. Um, there is. Breck Somebody look that up while it. we talk. I'll look it up. Nate, you talk. Or you I'll, look it up. I'll, I'll talk. I was looking it up. <laughs> you look it up. If that's but one no. that's got some 3D in it, I've got the 3D glasses back <laughs> this here. This is awesome. I'm not Holy kidding. Shit. Back here Final Nightmare was 91. I told you. Dude, I thought it was like 95, 96. No. They like spit every Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street movie out in the 80s. The 90s was yeah. literally a lull in slasher movies. It was a desert wasteland it was. for it was. most Until the triumphant brain scan. <laughs> it's sure. Smith. Not, not sure it about that. came on now the screen. Look, I love the trickster in this. As I've grown up watching this. I didn't hate him. That dude's face just is unsettling when you look at it. They, shark he, teeth. He has way too many teeth in his mouth. He looks like, you know, his skin's all stretched out. He has the most badass hair of any horror movie guy. I don't know. <laughs> I love it's put a mohawk on Pete. That's <laughs> what we would be. Whoosh. I love everything about the trickster. I even like his entrance because he his head comes out of the screen and we only see his head. Then he assembles his body and it starts with the guts and gore <laughs> and then his clothes. In the come most on. 90s CG fashion possible. It was. I will not I will not can't dig it for that. The technology no. wasn't no, there. No, I won't because the technology wasn't. wasn't there. It's one of those charming moments when I see stuff like that. Uh-huh. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, Especially a movie like this, this of like uh-huh. at the at the time that might have been scary. Who knows? I the 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 actor that did the actor that did this trickster, I thought he might have been the strongest actor in this movie or giving the strongest performance. I, I should say, because oh, Frank Langella yeah, was, is clearly the, the most experienced. Uh, he's the most experienced, one. but that's also why he's playing the cop. Like he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he just played it straight and just, he played like, it straight. He, yeah, he played I think he most... took a step back and let everyone else act in it. Cause it wasn't his movie. There was a moment though. When, and for those that don't know Frank Langella, that's Skeletor from masters yeah. of the universe you know, and everything he's in. Everything. He's, he's in a ton he's, of movies. He's but one of those, that guys, he almost yeah. plays him too straight and hard nosed because literally his partner dies and he goes, he has a whole speech about anyone carrying a gun. Basically, I'm going to shove a gun up your ass and then arrest you. He just goes, someone's going to have to call his wife. I'm like, that's yeah, not, he, I wanted him to he blow up. Specifically, who's going to call this yeah. guy's wife? Who's yeah. going to call and his that, wife? I thought that was pretty powerful. Rather a hard than line. Screaming I, that was, and, but then he, not, that's it though. And 
they, they didn't I hang on that very long, and, and th- that wasn't the... Also, his partner should not have been walking down a dark alley with his gun drawn, among I other gun toters. also like, though, that <laughs> no one's allowed to carry a gun. Next scene, everyone's Everyone Everyone's a got an assault rifle, yes. <laughs> Every They were shotguns. They weren't assault rifles. There's no <laughs> AR-15s in 1994. Okay. All right. I'm Pete. not a gun expert. I don't know. No, it, it was it was 90% like shotguns, and I think a couple had pistols. It just cracked me up. I was like, not one, but like seven of these dudes are packing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All of them. <laughs> and and in just the... brandishing in the open. They're not trying to hide anything. What? What was that? I don't know. Hey, somebody's <laughs> walking up behind us. Kill it. Then the, then the other like patrol officers, did you hear, kid? They shot the killer. Like, it happened <laughs> two seconds here. ago. We yeah. don't even know what happened. If you're a Jesus. bad cop for instantly releasing this kind of information. <laughs> God, Ted, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> now, I feel like this would be a perfect time to go around and do our second round of 90s. Sure. Oh, okay. you want some more nostalgia? Okay. Oh, yeah. Some, so, some pers- okay. personal Charlie, nostalgia. Is that what we're calling Go this? for it. So... This is going to kind of tie right into, I know I went more video games and systems, and you guys kind of took it into the arcade thing. The arcade thing kind of lands where I go for my second choice, but it's the social aspect of the 90s. We did have malls that we would go hang mm-hmm. out with. Mm-hmm. We would cruise every oh, Friday God, night, man. Yes, cruising. Oh, my when God. When gas was cheap. When gas and, was you cheap. Know, Benny drove a Camaro with T-tops, and That's we awesome. had mm-hmm. subwoofers in the back. Mm-hmm. We had kickers. We had all this stuff, man. You were the cream of the crop when you were cruising. Then you would park for a little while next to uh-huh. whoever else was out. Yeah. You would go into the mall for a little bit. There was oh. You always went to the arcade the kind of or to go get food, you know. Rarely did we ever go to actually watch a movie when it's what we should have been doing most of the time. But oh, no, you're making it, it on the back row. It, it was such a different social dynamic than what we have now. Agreed. And it that's probably what makes me sad the most about how my kids are growing up going. I, I just don't see how you're getting this social interaction that I feel people still need and desire. And they're wondering why things are so bad now. Go to any mall and it's just dead now. That, what mall? Well, there are no yeah. mall. It's all online. I, whatever. I'm, they're, 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 they're called, what do you call the, um, where it's just a bunch of stores all put together. Outlet malls, where it's just yeah. a, ra- a sidewalk with storefronts. That's not a mall. The mall was you went into a building and then all the stores were around this big gathering place. You, 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 you got in trouble. You walked around. You ate lunch. You, yeah. You ran you, from security. You, you, yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you, you had, like Pete said, you had like five, ten dollars in your pocket to go spend. Ours was called Tilt. So we oh, would nice. go to the Tilt and play video games. I would spend most of my money in Afterburner, the good one that would move nice. with you oh, as you shot one cool, in Terminator yes. 2. Yes. Anything that had a gun involved, yes, I played those. Man, I hated those games. Area 51, yeah, all those sure. type of the, games. That, that Aerosmith Revolution. That Aerosmith uh, Revolution. Uh, yeah, I remember uh, that one. The dead. Was House of the See, Dead around then? Was that House of the Dead nah, was a little bit later. Bit later, later? Early okay. 2000s. Yeah. Probably Sega Dreamcast okay. era, I think. Right about um, Sega Dreamcast. I'm jealous, though, because like I never got to go to the mall. And then there was this one time where Cody and I went to the mall for our girlfriends like in the sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And it was his mom was supposed to pick us up, but she didn't pick us up till like the mall closed. And we got dropped off there at like 12. 
So for like eight (laughs) hours, we were gone the entire time. And then my mom was pissed the whole time because we didn't have cell phones. So we couldn't Nathan, where have you been? Where have you been, Nathan? What have you been doing at the mall? What could I possibly be doing at the mall for eight hours, Nathan? You with your hooligan friend? huh? You're never going to the mall again, Nathan. <laughs> Thanks, mom, for all the trauma I that I didn't know I was getting. Nate's <laughs> mom makes an appearance. <laughs> My favorite. Pete, what's your second? I, I, this is this is weird, Charlie. You're you're kind of uh, uh, channeling me, I suppose. What's scaring me, Pete? Don't do I know, that. I know. Don't was, put that you, voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. Brain scan him. <laughs> you mentioned uh, uh, you mentioned cruising, and you mentioned that. Uh, gas was pretty cheap back then and yeah. and, and and it kind of was i i yeah. remember when i moved to sandusky in 98 gas was a dollar ish and when i got up to a buck 10 people started getting pissed off yeah oh, uh, oh yeah i'm not kidding i'm not kidding everyone was like oh no i five re- yeah right, that was a right. big deal i yeah, remember yeah. seriously uh-huh. i was yeah, driving and in that was i was i was bartending up there i'm like jesus h uh dollar 10 golly so in high school or even even heck even in college actually uh gas was so much cheaper uh you didn't have to think about that you could think about where you were going and mm-hmm. what you were going to do over there because uh travel wasn't terribly expensive as long you as could you go forever on five already, bucks. right yeah exactly yeah. so my 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 memory one of my memories of uh the 90s was uh, uh, travel was affordable to a degree like mm-hmm. you could go from here to there and then you just had to worry about when you were there i remember going to florida once on like i got a hundred dollar tick round trip ticket to orlando or something and i met a buddy down there crashed on his couch and i think i spent a hundred dollars in drinks over two three days and yeah. then i came back and that was it it, it was pretty affordable even as a college kid with a, a crappy job uh, I did yeah, go to minimum Ireland. wage was like four something. Oh, at that time. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I, I went to Ireland one year uh, with uh, with the Ohio State alumni band, and I That's think that awesome. that uh, yeah, we marched the St. Patty's Day parade in Dublin, Ireland, nineteen ninety six. Oh. Uh, I got a picture awesome. of that. Um, anywho, uh, I think that cost me about a grand for round trip plane tickets and most of my room and board in Dublin and London. Now that's uh, your plane ticket there and back. You, you right, right. Yeah. So, even as a piss poor college kid, traveling wasn't excessive. Uh, no. It was the activities at your destination is what cost money. Yes, uh, and and that's yeah. You you could go places and blow all of your money. You know, yeah, that, you didn't that was... blow it getting there. I mean, no. half your budget wasn't. That's Joe why we were, cruised. We didn't have money to spend. Right, we had right. money for gas. Exactly. That was, that was cheap. <laughs> and Joe you had to have there. a friend. We had a friend that worked at McDonald's. So even if we did get the 20 piece McNugget, got the and, food. we got 40 pieces because mm-hmm. Dean nice. worked in the back. Mm-hmm. And if I wanted a McChicken, it was a triple McChicken. You know, that's not a secret <laughs> menu. That's called your buddy Dean works that's in the a, back. Right, right. When you know the guy doing the the wings yep. at BW3, all of a sudden your 10-piece turns into a 50-piece. and I worked everybody's at Long John's, man. Everybody come when Charlie worked because you would get a family meal. That's yeah. <laughs> uh, Jody and I took a trip when to you're Colorado. When you family. That's right. Uh, Jody, yeah, Jody and I took a trip to Colorado in, in uh, April and, and – uh, 
half our bill was travel for plane yeah. and car oh, you have to factor in easily like, yeah it's got to be now, half anymore parking mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. like that like, yeah so that's that's what i remember about the 90s that was a it was like okay how much money can i squirrel together when i get there to do the things that i want to yeah. and i ne- almost never worried about to and from because how i was it getting was there afterthought right, on right. stuff like that but yeah mm-hmm. like our my trip to nashville last year it was like all right i need an uber budget because you know we're gonna be drinking every single sure. night so from the hotel to to broadway yeah. like we're gonna make sure that we get there safe and like it, it adds up quickly. Nashville. It does. It really does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nate, what's your uh, Nate, what, what's your second memory from the nineties? Uh, you born my latch on to cartoons. Oh like, yeah, me. that was the yeah. end of the cartoons, wasn't it? Like the Saturday morning it was. cartoons. Saturday wasn't Saturday morning it? cartoons. Like we're talking the Spider-Man animated series, which is still oh, one of was, my favorite cartoons. That, yeah. that was that was past my interest in Saturday morning cartoons. So. Yeah. Like, we had Batman. Batman, Batman was not. I was going to say Batman. Yeah. Batman. Batman was right smack in my wheelhouse. That Clayface, yeah. like being introduced oh, to that as a kid. So, so one of my cool. favorites. Yeah. One of my favorite characters. The X-Men cartoon. That's oh, so good. That yep. music. Disney that music Plus was is so good. bringing it back. You know, um, South Park. Being able to watch South Park or Beavis and Butthead while being in like fifth grade, and now Beavis and Butthead is back and is just as good. I heard, ben, yeah. Ben, is it good? Have you seen it's it? It's so good. All right, all right. Ben I'm and I w- didn't have Comedy Central growing up, but yeah. I remember renting South Park on VHS. <gasps> really? Yeah, to watch yeah. it. Yes. They would have like what three episodes? It was on like it three and- or four, and you could rent it, and you could. It took you I don't know how many times to get through the first season, but. The first time I watched South Park was on a VHS in the 90s. I remember yeah. it was like sixth grade on the internet waiting for the videos to buffer in the computer class I had to watch South Park clips. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I got, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't mean to trump everyone, but uh, I saw the, the, the Christmas episode before South Park was ever aired. Oh, oh you really? saw it on it, the, the. I worked the, the at Comp disc, USA right? selling computers and one of the, text got the email with nice. the uh, with the link in it and he was able to download that and we watched it at his house and i remember watching him like this is so this is hilarious i mean i'm dying and then like maybe a year later it hits comedy central i've mm-hmm. seen this yeah it's it's <laughs> not as so familiar? vulgar that i remember being way more vulgar and then it took me years and years to put the pieces together that what I saw was the original thing that. See, that I made remember the VHS is having more content than what I would sure. start watching mm-hmm. on the others. They I, they still bleep the cuss words. Yeah, most, but yeah, there was a lot more to it. But, but it's so funny. You go think back about and watch it. This those show's still now. going on. Yeah, now, so is the Simpsons. But and that was yeah, Simpsons. Well, that yeah. was going to be my that last the thing of the. That's the, the meta now. Is, Simpsons are forever. The Simpsons shaped my entire humor sure, as a sure. kid. Like, as it should. Oh yeah. It's yeah, funny. like those first. What, some people say 12 seasons. I think 15 seasons are so great that I absolutely it's, adore them. It's like, right in there. Yeah. I, I can just watch them nonstop. I still quote them nonstop. Oh, we, how, we quote them all the time, don't we, Nate? I mean, yeah. constantly we mm-hmm. were always making a reference to it. Like the I, I used to know I, most I of them. I quoted one today. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Yeah, you did. Who I am. So you throw in video games and The Simpsons. South Park was cool just because it did cuss and it was that thing you weren't it was allowed different. to watch. Same yeah. thing with Beavis and Butthead. And then Beavis and Butthead 
I unfortunately didn't realize how impactful that the music videos would be until I started got a little bit older because it they took were, me a long time, funny enough, to get into music to finally. They like, were the ones showing us videos that MTV sometimes didn't show you. There is a you morbid know? angel video that is incredible. They did. <laughs> yep. Oh, oh my. <laughs> oh, there's some fantastic. There's stuff some in the really old great ones on the YouTube. Yeah. All right, uh, so that is Nate's second time for that. So let's go. I have something special. So you may have noticed I haven't played a commercial yet, and I've done that for a purpose. Right, because right. I'm I, surprised. I haven't been. Able I to have. Get a beer. I'm sorry. I'll. I'll actually. I'll be able to let you go get a beer here in a minute. But Damn you, Charlie! I, equal beer. <laughs> All you have to do is say, Charlie, can we pause for a second? I'll let you no, get a freaking no, no, beer. No, 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 no. We're having like a good a conversation. This is, uh, that'd be silly. Yeah. So I have something because I kind of had a – I knew what you guys were going to think about this movie. There, there's oh, no oh, – yeah. I'm not like disillusioned that it's like, how do you not think this is the greatest movie ever made? <laughs> no, I get it, man. That's the, that's the drug of nostalgia. Sure. You know, yeah. it – is my movie this is my generation <laughs> this is everything i loved about this movie when it came out and we were touching on it there for a little bit before we did the 90s was this was the desolation of horror movies at the time you know all of our big icons essentially were gone even the studios were like these last few haven't been making us a lot of money why would we want to put a ton of them more out there yeah it was literally interesting because like I know if I had to like really sit down and think they're 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 there, but no one really thinks back like, oh man, the age of the '90s when that was horror. There, there no. was it wasn't good. I mean, it, you had Scream in the early yeah, '90s. You got Scream, and then I the think after 90s. this was your Final Destinations, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a, and yeah what you did, what you did last summer, and stuff like that. Guys, that. we're in the, we're in the neighborhood of Leprechaun Four right now. <laughs> I mean, that's literally <laughs> where we're at. That is you where know. horror is at. But and even then, it isn't until like what ninety eight, ninety nines when the uh, Sixth Sense came out. Yeah. So I mean, we're we, this is almost kind of like that uh, creature feature kind of redo where the, we started getting like Anaconda. You oh know, yeah. The, those okay. Type yeah. of this was like let's put a really big name into a movie that's going to sell it for now. You know, it's like Gary but, Oldman playing Dracula. Uh, yeah, we oh, had Dracula. Boy. I need we to watch had, Dracula oh, again. You know, we had Interview with a Vampire. We had though they started yeah they really this is a mishmash of content it it happened with action movies too this was like the end of the arnold and stallone era starting into the 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 keanu action hero and yeah this is like they said Mm -hmm. the johnny mnemonics that were started coming out this is also the precipice of like sci-fi you know of this futuristic computers are really gonna be the next big thing in the world and this movie there's no reason this movie shouldn't have been a success in all honesty it was i think too many people and i'm gonna i may piss off some people with this i don't care i think too many people looked at this movie on on the surface and went it's a freddy krueger knockoff and i'm not interested in doing this i don't play video games i'm not interested i think that's the other thing like Think about this way: in the '90s, video games for were for nerds. Yeah, I said that. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. that's everything it. that was big in this movie 
was looked down upon when I was that age. Yeah. Nowadays, read comics or watch horror. Yeah. Oh, I watched this stuff all the time when I was a kid. Bullshit, Karen. Used to pick (laughs) on me about it. Kevin. Told me no. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kevin, the football player. Oh, he's stupid. Uh X-Men. And now he's running around like, I'm Hugh Jackman. I'm the Wolverine. F you, Kevin. What he's doing is he's like pushing me in the locker going, (laughs) nerd. (laughs) They didn't even know the song. (laughs) But it's like, and it's, it is. Yeah. I'm jaded about that. That's like, it's a big middle finger. To those people, all but those OG nerds are, are mad. It about wasn't that. just those though. I'm also mad at what you just said, Pete. The OG horror fans were not willing to give a new. Hey, don't be a gatekeeper, asshole. I, that's what I'm saying. The I'm not OGs. saying that to you, Charlie. I'm <laughs> oh, okay. sorry. That was, I was like, that was I not, think I, that was not me to you. So I thought my sentiment was <laughs> no, 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 to no, be no, not no. gatekeeping. Yes, yes. Okay. I was I'm agreeing sure. with you. And, okay. 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 Piling on that. We're good. We're good. O- we're good. OG we're good. horror fan nerd. You're not don't grounded. Look here, OG nerd. <laughs> don't gatekeep here. Yeah. We here <laughs> give me back my horror and action oh movies. Do not condone <sighs> the gatekeeping. Right. Exactly. Right. Thank you. Yeah. Oh boy. That was that was difficult to get through. Train train <laughs> off the rails. We Apologies. do need a commercial break. <laughs> Maybe we no, don't need. <laughs> no, I, I am getting into what why I've left this amount of, the amount of time that we needed to do this. So I like I said, I knew kind of your feelings on this movie, and this is more towards the end. And yeah, technically we're getting to the end. He has to play through four discs. First one right, he does first right. kill. Second one he ends up killing his best friend. Uh, the third one, he has to get rid of evidence. That's kind of weird. That was and, weird. <laughs> That's that part in Grand Theft Auto 6 that they, you know, yeah. or 5, they never talk about. It's like, oh, <laughs> you just killed that hooker? Now you right. have to go and sweep up all the evidence. And then everyone that dies <laughs> is all part. inadvertently dies. Yeah, the footprints. Let me wipe what, them out with what, my what hands. What? They already it's had my body. Right? Around they them. would have definitely already found. Right. Mm-hmm. And I have a fix for that. Okay, give me, give me two minutes. So they they play up that as a child he was in a horrific car accident. His mother yeah, unfortunately like his passes away. His, his dad's always gone. His dad is obviously, and this is another thing that probably works with the the kids that grew up like this. Their dad is overcompensating, making more money, but he's letting work take over. But he's also that's his coping mechanism because his wife's dead and he's now you know an only uh, parent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they play up this whole thing of him getting his knee messed up. They show, I mean, that's also probably one of the more graphic scenes in the movie is when they show his knee afterwards I'm when he was so a kid. Stupid! I didn't realize that was supposed. To I be didn't. Him. I didn't catch that either. I didn't. I just thought it was like a what? kid got hurt from the video game and that someone no. else was playing the video game and hit the kid. He didn't even have the video game yet. I, I, mm. I thought it was like it, the game was so always existing is, and hurting people. So no, this this whole thing <laughs> is he is he's dealing with a past trauma. He was there when his mother died. She, I mean, that's yes. also pretty yeah. gruesome when she's laying on the road. So his knee is messed up. He's actually limping the entire movie. I feel like if you were going to do this whole thing about... That was just Edward Furlong being Edward no. Furlong the whole time. <laughs> him limping and... A method, bitches. Dragging his foot. That's him continuing the fact that his knee is always going to be messed up, which was why I didn't understand why if they were making the evidence about his footprints... What would have pointed to him faster than the shoe tread? It would have been one footprint and then a drag of a footprint. 
one footprint and then a drag of a footprint. That's what you would have wanted to hide because who has a limp? You know, Frank Langella's already ran into this kid twice, and he would have seen him walk away and do and all I, these other things. With you his know, amazing detective work on, oh, that kid's probably the killer. He has absolutely <laughs> zero, like, evidence pointing towards this. Other than, hey, you ran into me. You're a killer. And all like, your friends suspect. call you a freak. Someone yeah, actually right. hits him at the, uh, you know, grocery store with their cart. Ah, you're probably a killer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then he breaks into the house to take the ashes, and he still gets DNA from the ashes. <laughs> I was like, well, you can't get fingerprints from ashes. That's what we learned from Spinal come, Tap. Come on, <laughs> Skeletor. I That's good. That was a good one, Nate. I like that. I do like that. So, But anyway, so that that would have fixed the evidence one, and then you can keep that his principal got crushed by bricks. That was... <laughs> It's pretty like, good. It wasn't even his fault. What, it was like, what teenager doesn't want that to happen? Exactly. <laughs> and then you know the 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 dumb country bumpkin shoots the partner, and yeah, you know he he then runs back home. The girl sees him, so now she's the new witness, and that's who he's supposed to kill on the fourth disc. So we get to this big uh, ending where they are in her bedroom because he is now, you know, uh, the trickster's telling him to kill her. He grabs a pair of scissors. He's basically you can tell he's kind of playing the game. He's in that like zombified mode a little bit till he sees her and she wakes up. Now, now we get the 1994 graphics of them two basically merging. We find out that Trickster yeah, is do. essentially <laughs> an evil mm-hmm. side of him. That's what's been brought out is he is the other half of Edward Furlong that is you're now me. out. I'm yeah, you're you. me. Mm-hmm. So he swallows Edward Furlong. <laughs> And honestly, if the graphics could have been a little bit better, like now, I think it would have been a really, really cool effect. The whole chewing ADR was a little gross. So, (laughs) and then the lawnmower man spinning. Yeah, we do. Yeah. So now is the point that I'm I'm going to push a button, and for our listeners, this is going to happen instantaneous. All right. But I'm going to push a button to give us a cue. I'm going to send the guys a link, and I'm going to let them see what should have happened. All right, so everybody bear with us for one moment. All right, guys. After our little quick break, our listeners just think this was all instantaneous. I have sent you both a link to a YouTube video that I want you to watch. This is what was supposed to happen. Okay. Okay. Nate, you ready? I'm ready. Two, one, one. now. All right, here we go. Okay, we saw that. Yeah, gross. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> Lawmore man falling. <laughs> yep. So everything you're watching right now. Is yeah, in this movie. is all '90s. You know, it's clearly yep. all VHS. Yep. And get ready. And er- yeah, everyone will hear this edited. Was oh, he going to be like Ant Man and Thanos? Nope. <laughs> nope. Watch. Whoa! Oh! oh my God! <laughs> hey, that's a cool prosthetic. That Whoa, is amazing. Sweet. That's like right? the thing. Yes. Oh, oh that is horrible. Oh, Why and he's was this he's not getting left in the oh, movie? he's getting he's this getting is his girl. So gross. He's got like two faces and three. 
three? Oh. Three faces. Oh, she's yes. kicking him in the head. Oh, and yeah. she she kicks the crap out of him. <laughs> now, it's wow. a longer video that goes into the making of, so you guys can stop yeah. it. Yeah, all right, all right. We but can stop it from there. That was filmed. They made a prosthetic that is essentially their bodies mid-morphing into one. So in the movie, you see him fall down the void, Mm-hmm. Then she is screaming, and his hand comes up onto the bed. He lifts up, and they've got the makeup on the side of his face to show that the trickster yeah. is part and, of him. And he's got, I think he's got contacts in also. Yeah, yeah. one, one like eye is yellow. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That looks sick. We will post that in the groups and on Instagram. That way people yeah, can like, make sure it gets in the chat. That's, try that's to, really cool. to paint this picture of in between there's a reason, like, why is she screaming? She did kind of see something kind of horrific, but it was a different scream, and she looks a little bit more tussled, I guess I'll say. <laughs> Panicky. It's because they filmed this creature this thing, crawling yeah. onto her bed, trying to grab her, and, like, she's what, kicking the shit out of it, this. It looked like the creature actor. was going after her to have its way with her. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. That was that was a I very... Figured, it, I don't want to say could, sexual, but it was a very uh, aggressive. It's very aggressive. Onto he the bed after you. He doesn't actually do it, so we no, can infer no. a lot. Right. Also, you could probably infer maybe it's just trying to morph her in as well. If you really, ooh, that's go. even grosser. It, yeah. Uh, so, but it's very alien esque. It's very visceral. It's what this movie needed. It's from beyond. It's the and thing. They it's, uh, cut it is. because the director's like, it doesn't fit the feel of the rest of the movie. And I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, I love this movie, but knowing yeah. that this existed yeah. uh-huh. was filmed whole nine yards. And all this, they had to do is in post-production, do the touch-ups. Yeah. This special effects artist, uh, if you look him up, he has done tons of other, he was even in the, you know, did a lot of the nightmare on Elm street movies. So oh, if you get this feel of Freddie, it's because this mm-hmm. is the guy that worked on those things. And I still think, you know, trickster could have been another franchise had they done this movie, right. And that scene would have been a game changer for this movie on, 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 on a whole, there's it still would stuff that should have fixed. had me going like, I need more of this throughout the movie. Like it would have. And I, I guess I kind of have to maybe say the director might be right because because he skips over Kyle's death so nonchalantly, yeah. why would you go a th- hundred miles an hour at the end? But I'm also like, I you did it though. Why would you not have put yeah, that just in keep the movie? going? Yeah, yeah. You, so, you sort of were bookending the movie, or with this shot, you would have bookended the movie with a right. You had with, an amazing first vicious kill, kill yeah. and then a, a ugly like disgusting monster would at have the end been of it. yeah completely unexpected too so if you wanted to go that route this would uh-huh. have shocked people yeah. this would have been like i would never have expected that to be at the end of this so i and I, this is the first time we've ever done that so this is kind of learning experience but i wanted fun. i wanted i almost sent it to you guys earlier but i was like no no mm-hmm. no i want your true reaction when you see this because i knew this movie wasn't going to strike you like it strikes me i'm not saying you were going to hate it i'm just saying you have the emotional attachment to it i do i have the nostalgia and i I kept that in mind when watching it like oh like i understand why charlie would like this so much as a kid growing up mm -hmm. and like i didn't i thought charlie was stupid 
Oh, oh. you always are like oh. you're always just like Charlie. You're so stupid. You're such a bully to him in the group chat for the podcast. I am really weird. Yeah, I like think he's always... bully to you more than he is to me. <laughs> yeah, you're so much more clown spire today. The dick. Half bad. clown, half spider, full terrorize. That's because he knows I'd drive up to him and smack him across the head <laughs> if he did that to me. You're a little bit bigger than me. So I I'm hate gonna, clowns. You're off the. <laughs> Yeah. Nate, Nate and I are of similar uh, build. You owe me yeah, a beer. <laughs> I will buy you a beer, sir. That is not a problem. I so after that. all that, we get to the end of the movie. The trickster has set it up to where Frank Langella walks in and also does one of the most coldest endings that he's like Edward Furlong's literally standing there just, and just standing. <laughs> Frank just Langella right shoots him. Boom. You're a murderer. Murderer. <laughs> and that's... Uh. And then, then, we get, then we get to the part that I hate. Then Edward Furlong wakes up in yes. his chair. We got and we got Bobby Ewinged. We got <laughs> Sopranoed. Um, Soprano. Jacob's laddered. Wasn't didn't, wasn't it like a dream at the end of that? What was the big show that it all ended up being? A dream? Dallas. Dallas. Bobby Ewing. Was it Dallas? Bobby Ewing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I never saw the, that everyone hated. I never saw The Sopranos, so I never saw. Speak I didn't either. That's why I'm asking you to. I, I, I uh, never usually watch, watch those weird ass shows. I don't know what happened. I, I was too young, and we didn't have HBO, and then you know I got older, and I didn't rent it, and I didn't know what to do. That was that was a big thing when when you all when you could when I was young. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, kids! Know. Ask your great grandparents about Bobby Ewing and Dallas, and how they retconned like three seasons because they wanted to bring one character back. <laughs> Isn't Dallas the one that the Simpsons were making reference on? Who killed Mr. Burns? Yes, at the same. Uh, yeah. Yep, that was, that was who killed uh, J. Who, who shot Jr. Who, who shot, shot Jr. Right, right. I've seen then, the T-shirts. Uh, There's yeah. you can still find the T-shirt. Who it shot was a, Jr. I as I did not watch that show as a child, but I didn't either. That was a big thing. Like it was in all it was in all the TV guides. <sighs> I I know who Patrick Duffy is because of Step sure. by Step, not sure. Dallas. Right, right. Although I know, I know he was in Park. Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, the the whole movie has been retconned because so, stupid. John Connor wakes up from his John Connor hypnotic, wakes up. John Connor Jr. or whatever. So the disc has been playing the whole time. It's yeah. like so now it's like oh he gets the, whole the tech support thing was one disc that you know he went through the whole experience. And he, everyone's still alive. His best friend's alive. The party's still going on across the street. He hasn't tried to rape his girlfriend or no. No, or he actually goes girl next door. Yeah. He's still a stalker. Didn't try to, though, okay? We can only infer. <laughs> okay, fair. He actually right. makes a comment in this movie that you brought up, and we didn't talk about where the, the <laughs> principal was like, these movies like to cause rape or erections. And then uh, <laughs> Edward Furlong's like, I don't think one erection has ever caused a rape. I think people cause rapes. And I'm like, you know what? Guns don't it kill people. A... People kill people. Kid yeah. don't rape women. People rape women. My little David Bowie just he's like, are we doing this? And I'm like, no, that's not right. So little did David Bowie. Did you just Bowie call it no. your little David Bowie? I did. <laughs> you guys you guys brought David Bowie into this episode, so I was just gonna keep going with it. 1994 brought David Bowie into this whole that's thing. That's right. <laughs> I thought we killed Pete. It's awesome. So anyway, everything is fine. He goes to ask the girl out. He gets all this courage. You know, he's he's it's it's the uh, a Christmas Carol ending, and 
she says no at first and she's like well maybe and then we see that she has pictures of him yeah like that's he saw just as creepy. In his so weird it's fine man but kyle's alive that's what matters kyle's, loves alive. Kyle. kyle's my bro man kyle's my benny my benny is kyle man that's nice. what it is right there <laughs> and uh and then that's the end or is it <laughs> uh-huh oh why do you hmm at the ending of this, Pete? Well, there, there's the, there's the. I'm going into the principal's office, and he's cool with the with the horror club now. Mm-hmm. And then Trickster shows up, and then, and then, there's a post credit scene. Well, we have to say he gives the principal the disc of the game. Oh yes, that, that's so true. that the principal has to experience now has, what he. Now I'm, yes, yeah. that way and he we, can view if it's appropriate right. for the horror and we, club. We get, oh, now that's fun. I didn't think about that. That's right. It's like, oh, yeah. so you want to you want you want to check all this stuff out before Cuz right. at first I, I, I thought that he was going to make the whole classroom experience I was like, wow, that's oh, a no. really dark ending. <laughs> no, no, dark, he right? wanted the principal to And then once he showed up, like, I was like, oh, okay, I get yeah. what's going on here. And he's then a vengeful, the, vengeful little prick. Because the trickster's smiling till he realizes, oh, wait, it's that guy that's going to play the disc. So, that's the actual ending of the movie. Then we have, I guess, probably one of the earlier instances of say, a post-credit it, uh, scene. I would like yeah. listeners, if if you can recall a an earlier post-credit scene. Not counting Ferris Bueller. Fair. Yes. At the very, very, fair. very end of mm-hmm. Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. We all which know that would, one's- Which would be a, an actual post-credit scene for yeah. sure. Yeah. But this was... All right. Yeah, I can't think of any other movie that did the, this. Back so then. The when, did, when, did scene, Wayne, when did Wayne's World, the first one, come out? Oh, 92, maybe there's yeah. two post credit scenes. Yeah, there is. Yep. All right. So there's it's one, still very early mid, on. It's a mid credit. And this, then the very end where this, they're reading this concept scenes. of post credit scenes. Are, it's still it's, early. It's still very early, yeah, early. And very rare. And it's unexpected because the credits do start to roll. Yep. Then the trickster talks and he goes, oh, did you forget something? And we watch the dog walking, you know, running across like a, a, a playground or whatever across with, the street with, with the with foot a, of the first the, guy the foot of the first guy in his mouth and he goes to edward furlong's door and he sits down what do you what what do you what do you think about that ending pete i i like i what i don't know what you're i don't know what you're doing i have no idea what this means Nate, uh, uh as, to me are, are you dropping this logic. off to start everything over again mm-hmm. or are you actually that i it was more confusing than it was revealing to me okay Nate, I I just felt like Logic left the building very early on this movie, so <laughs> he beat the game. So because he beat the game, the trickster allowed his friends to live, and but the first guy's still dead, dead. So he still plays the game. He still puts He's... the first disc in. That guy dies during the first disc, and in the movie, Edward Furlong wakes up. And the party is still going on. Right. He still uh-huh. had time to have completed the first mission of the game. So that guy's still dead. He still played the game and killed the first guy. Because that's where we now wake back up is after that death in the timeline uh-huh. of the movie. So that guy's still dead. I feel like I'm just as confused, but hey. <laughs> Edward Furlong what, still killed that guy. What yeah. you're saying is that first kill went through. That it it happened. It actually and happened. The rest of it from the point of where he's supposed to awake 
you know, mm-hmm. because he, you know, the party, when he wakes up the first time, he slams the milk down. The party's still going on because yeah. he blasts the music yeah. to try and drown them out. This, the end of the movie starts at that point where he wakes up. The party's still going on next door. Kyle's banging on the door trying to get in. He still had time to do the first kill, the first mission of the movie, of the game. So that's why there's still a foot at the end, and the dog still has it. All that still could happen. Okay. I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Pete and I are still lost. Like, look on both our faces. I've watched this movie (laughs) 40-plus times. Sure, sure. You guys have watched it once. Yep. Twice. Does oh, I, watched, I watched it twice because I took double notes do. and then I wanted to watch it again. Or fantastic! No, I watched it and then I took notes. Pete Thanks. and I also had the enjoyment of watching this with the closed captions on that were Dude. all edited. See, I couldn't do that. After <laughs> you guys told me what it was, I was freaking like, no. heck! Yeah, freaking they heck. edited. They said the cuss words, you but they son of a gun. Oh, the audio title. is correct, but the yeah. the, yeah. the uh, closed caption so is so jarring to see. It's the only movie I've ever seen do that. <laughs> right? It's very, it's very funny. So I I, t- I talked to Pete, and you probably it's in something you guys won't hear, but Pete had sent a message going, somebody loves Aerosmith in this movie a lot. <laughs> it's yeah, true. Yeah, someone was really wanting to make sure that uh, there were, the Aerosmith there were no was There were no less than three due. posters of Aerosmith's Get a Grip from 93? Question mark? You want to you know, you, you know why? Uh, sure. Uh, was somebody married to Liv Taylor? Nope. At the, no, she should nope. have been pretty nope. young at the time. Um, why? Well, also, if you realize, no Aerosmith songs played in this. So they, at all. Right. they couldn't afford them. They, were they, big they, they didn't pay Aerosmith, but the connection is on the Get a Grip album is a song called Living on the Edge, which starred uh-huh. Edward Furlong. Oh. oh. So it was a in wink and a nod to him being in that video. Uh, living on the edge, and on the, all the posters are for that album of Get a Grip. Well, yeah, so, it was the the cow udder with a with the a, cow, yeah, the cow udder uh, nose ring. It's iconic. It. I mean, everybody, sure. you see it. But when Pete said that, I was like, oh, Pete, don't know. Nope, <laughs> I was don't like, know. Edward Furlong was in that video. And like I, I said, I Edward probably Furlong should have remembered that because that was in the early nineties. That was the uh, that was the MTV era, and I remember all those videos. Oh, it was should have remembered uh, that one. We also, you know, they did the ones with Alicia Silverstone yeah. and Liv Tyler, and they did yeah. all that. But do, do you blame me for remembering was... Alicia Silverstone over Edward for those? I don't blame you. I don't. Yeah, blame thank you. you. I don't blame you. But that I, <laughs> it was funny you brought it up because it's so like in your face, even though they don't play the music. But it's like, yeah, he was in the video, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you know, it's like a little wink and a nod as it goes. So. You got the posters, but you couldn't afford the music. That's fair. And it really wasn't the right music. If you if you were headed no. with with Primus and uh, Ro- yeah, uh, like it wouldn't have made sense. White Zombie, like Aerosmith would have been total dad rock. That's pop metal versus dad rock. <laughs> dad. It wasn't dad rock at the time. Well, oh, it might have been dad rock at the time. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Because you got to think they go back from the seventies. They go back to the seventies. Yeah. yeah they were, See, yeah. they got brought back into our generation with Run DMC. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They, they have been around for a long time. Way Run, Run DMC that. brought Aerosmith back into the our generation. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Is oh, okay. I, they, they I got thought you meant, I thought you meant it the other way. Run right. DMC. Hell no. Run DMC was everywhere back in the day, man. Everybody. Well, had well yeah, but they made they made Aerosmith relevant again because they yeah they mixed, did they mixed uh, Walk This Way. For sure. They they 100 made them more relevant. All right, guys. That's Charlie's nostalgia pick this this Which, month. Okay, we should wrap up. 
our third pick of the 90s. Oh, that's right. Oh, we have oh, one that's more right. nostalgia. We yes. have one more nostalgia. Um, and we got to get into everything else that we do. No, that's fine. We yeah. have, that's fair. Fine. This is why I skipped a commercial because I knew some stuff was going to take some lot, time. There's a lot yeah. to talk about. And we are we are running long, huh? Okay. So, oh, we're fine. Not really. Um, okay. Uh, I guess we're starting with me. Yeah. Go, sure. Go yeah. for it, Charlie. Yeah. Yep. Uh, keep, keep I'm going to. It, the obvious answer is the movies of the '90s, man. We Aww, were that's adorable. Well, I mean, it was no. I, I'm, I mean that. Yes, no, heart, I know. With, no, with, no, all, with all my heart and soul, it's like yeah, yeah. It really is because I'm at the age that movies mattered. We were renting movies constantly. constantly. I was introduced to the movies of the '80s and early in the '90s. That's so, what's cool about us growing up. And yeah, that time was you? Oh, hey, we didn't have to wait three years for that sequel we had six nightmare on elm streets available we were the original binge watchers (laughs) right right you could go to the store and get a stack of vhs or dvds this was we we could watch these on repeat and repeat and repeat in the 80s was like eh, sort of maybe but in the 90s that's when fandom really yes uh, put his bloody claws into the beginning of the internet of everything being mass right. produced and forums it's now easy to access it it's and it's easy to watch things over and over again and nitpick and find out and and yeah. really really and have this really sweet race car that you rewinds love. your vcr we never got the race car one ours had <laughs> i wood never grain had it. On it ours had wood grain everything had wood grain in my house even the walls but you <laughs> the know wood grain but, vhs slider that you know held yeah had that yeah had that one had the had the solder cabinet yeah. that held yep. all vhs's in it um we had a television on top of a television because the big one that was in the wood cabinet didn't die that's a tv mm-hmm. stand everyone knows that then it's, it's a tv tv stand. I'm, I'm about to <laughs> i'm about to crank it to 11 on you guys because mine Ooh. Our next TV stand, when Dad finally decided to get rid of the monstrosity, was a snap-on toolbox in the middle of the <laughs> living room, bright-ass red. That way, the toolbox is nearby if he needs My dad's tools. a mechanic. Expensive. My dad's Those are expensive. Yeah, snap-on tools were that's expensive. The, that's the priciest uh, 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 table ever. He hadn't <laughs> built his uh, bigger garage out back. Okay, he had a right. little storage building. Our TV was on top of a snap-on <laughs> toolbox. Damn it! I'm dying. Yeah, it's awesome. Hate but it again, yeah, <laughs> it's fine. But no, it was, and I guess it, it kind of goes along the lines of entertainment in general in the mm-hmm. '90s. Everything was changing. They were they were experimenting. This is like an experimental age. We're just getting CGI. We are just getting these different thought processes on movies. You know, Starship Troopers. We're getting like sequels to movies that were only in the eighties. You know, we, it was this straight influx. to video was a thing anymore. Straight to video. Was, and, this is this is where straight to video came from. Yeah, and it wasn't always bad movies though. No, no it was like oh shit, was they like, made a sequel to Dark Man. Right, most, Return of Durant. <laughs> then, but I'm uh, yeah, mostly bad. But sometimes uh-huh. you would find the gem because yep. you would keep renting them. But you're exactly right. We would get the the five movies for five nights. I could get every Friday the 13th movie. I could get every Nightmare on Elm Street until New Nightmare came out. You know, it's like I had all of those. You create the word binge, but that's what we were doing. But that's what, like, you would stay a night with your friend's house. You would Mm -hmm. go to the video store. Yep. And you just rent a shit ton of movies. You'd always rent too many to get through. Like, oh, we always did. You try like hell to stay up through all of them. And and you get through one and a half and you're out. 
Falls asleep in the middle amazed. of the night and you Did wake never... up and Freddy's like guys, killing guys, someone. Yeah. We're gonna stay up all night and watch all the nightmares. Ready? Let's go. You get through like two. <laughs> if that. I still I'm I sorry, one and stole a the copy of Dead Alive from the local store. Should've. I tried that with the Star Wars trilogy a couple of times. And <laughs> I would hey, always fall asleep in the middle of Empire. So which is not times. the one you want to fall asleep to. Late fees were nothing to sneeze at either, man. Oh, they oh shit. They Those things they hold you. you. Oh $3 a day is like, oh, yeah. Shit. And then but it was like, well, you can buy it for $50. <laughs> what? <laughs> we can't go right. to that video store anymore because oh. we owe them money, but we oh, can go the to the other one. $80 that was VA. the thing. I had three video <laughs> rental memberships because of that. <laughs> like, do I owe money to Woody's? Ah, oh, crap. I got to drive all the way to Lebanon and go rent a movie. <laughs> Even, uh, like, I kid you not, it was like Four years ago, because Family Video was still, was still kicking. right yeah. down the road. There was one right down yeah. the road, yeah. Yeah, for me, like directly down the road. And I oh I yeah, you had the one on the corner. On yeah, <laughs> I put the DVDs in my glove box and forgot. <gasps> oh no! Because <laughs> I was gonna go drop them off after work. Sure. It was like literally a month later when I went. <gasps> oh shit! <laughs> you owe one thousand dollars to Family Video. Why not just wait him Un- out? Dude? Unbeknownst to Nate, he should have just waited it out. <laughs> if you waited two more weeks, they would have closed. <laughs> the yeah, little, because that the was, Little Caesars wasn't keeping them open. That was like right at the time too, where you could still rent from Netflix and get physical DVDs. I still I get you two. Still can I get yeah, two DVDs it. a month from Netflix? So strange. But it would be like crap. Nobody I hear that. I I. Yo, you heard it. <laughs> I'll make sure everyone hears <laughs> Two it. Two every it. month. Every month. Incredible. And their, the library. Their DVD library is is a, an endless well. It's incredible. Oh, yeah, because you're not worried about, oh, they don't have the rights to stream it. No, they'll have the DVD, though. They got yeah. the DVD. And, but that was, that was the I kicker. I highly was, recommend staying on the DVD. You had, you had your wish list with them, and then you would get your DVD going, crap, this isn't the one I wanted. You'd have to go to Family Video and rent the one you back wanted. In the mail and get the one you wanted. <laughs> And then, so that I remember that whole like dynamic of still renting movies at a physical store, mm-hmm. Netflix, everything. I do it with the and, library. Also, I still yeah, get physical discs I need to from do the that. library. I need to support the library and more. It's free from the library. Do you guys keep talking about this library? I don't know nothing about no library. <laughs> Who's this Barry? It's, free. it's another. It's another library <laughs> see, see what i did there it's another collection of film that might not ah. be here or there or everywhere it's and all those, that they, they don't like i get all the criteria and they're not formed together right like they, it, it they, they, pictures they push the, for me. the the paper movies i don't like the paper they movies. don't like paper, paper movies <laughs> <laughs> i like paper movies that have pictures yeah, <laughs> not the ones that pop up though, because they scare they me. This little red like guy, it. his name's Hellboy. He's really cool. I thought you were gonna go for a Where's Waldo? The little red guy I could never find. <laughs> I don't know where he's at. Book. He's never there. All I right. don't think they even put him in there. It's my uh, turn for the nineties. Yeah. Yep, you're part of that. We have totally gone off the. Road. I know, I know. What what? One of the things I miss most about the nineties is my glorious hair. <laughs> <laughs> I had. One of the most beautiful, beautiful mops of hair ever. It was glorious. It was golden brown and thick and full. And then <laughs> God hates me and took it away from me. Very I don't know Homer what sins I've committed in my life, but uh, he has ripped, uh, ripped out my 
glorious Samson locks, and I no longer have them. It's he was sad. an extra on Powder, so if anyone understands that reference, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Where we're... <laughs> so, fortunately, I married a woman Total that 90s. enjoys uh, enjoys a bald man. So there, there you go. go, man. That's all I, you I got. Find. I got that, but uh, I I really <laughs> buying hair product, washing my hair is something that I like. I used to wash my hair, right? Okay. <laughs> Pete hates me because I purposely shave my head. So I'm one of those few people that would be like, I'd re- I could go bald. I don't care. Let it go. I'll, tr- I'll just, I'll trade you the tops. You can, I would the, trade. You can have the chin music. Honestly, see, man. Cause I can't, I can't grow it on my chin either. It, oh, like it sad. receded a little bit, but not nowhere near no, as no, bad as like fine. most people. Yeah. If it I let fine. this grow out, man, I have a full head of hair, man. I was standing at the library one day and I looked up in one of the security mirrors that was bouncing off a couple of other security mirrors. And you saw but, the security mirror. And back. I saw, and I saw a giant hole, like the ozone layer in the back of my head. And I went, <laughs> Nope, I'm you done. To, oh, and you tried to grow your sit. hair out. Well, no, when, when I still had hair oh, okay. or, or so I thought. Oh, it started from the back and went. I, well, no, it always it was always kind of creeping backwards here. But when I saw the ozone layer on the on the back of my head, I'm like, nope, that's gross. I'm uh, it's it's right gone. There, it's gone. It's gone. And I just canceled. I went home. What? What? <laughs> I wanted I was really thinking about making, you know, oh, yeah, the hum- yarmulke haircut. And I was like, yeah, I don't know if I should That's do that or not. Yep, yep, that would not be good. <laughs> Nate gets so touchy when I try to make yeah, just. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it was, though. But That's what yeah. I'm saying. <laughs> I might exactly leave this in. I don't know. <laughs> so I'm not being Nate, racist. Nate, stop looking at me like that. I'm not looking at you. <laughs> I was looking at my water bottle. <laughs> You're on the left <laughs> side. <laughs> So that's when I that's when hair. I decided that I was I was cutting it all off and I've been shiny and clean the whole time. Thankfully, I have a beautifully round head. You do. You have a you have a very symmetrical. Yes. Dome. It works. It works like for it. me. And I wear a cool wear hat, hat all the time. <laughs> I am jealous of your hat ability. I will give you that. I uh, I got a face for a hat. I also have a face for radio, by the way. Woo! I do podcast. <laughs> Nate, what is your Final nineties nostalgia. So I'm right there with Charlie. It's it's movies. Oh, I thought it was going to say hair. Nate, you have a beautiful head of hair. Eat shit and live. <laughs> Nate's like the ultimate comeback to all that shit I eat in the group chat. My Pete. hair. <laughs> nah, it's Charlie. It's definitely... Cue the music. He's got hair. Long, beautiful hair. hair. Hair, hair. Oh, oh, let's do hair one of these days. I would love to come. We will do phone. hair. It doesn't fit any of these formats, so it's going to be a one-off or a live stream. Oh, let's go see we it. Could... Let's go see it in the theater. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go see a performance of hair. A performance, we'll a live performance, right? Right. That's Beautiful. awesome. All right, hey, what's your name? It's it's movies. It's the same exact yeah. thing. I remember it was one Christmas. Uh, the family like got me a ton of blockbuster gift cards, Ooh. and I, it was just like this random gift that they didn't really know what to get me because I was in that weird, you you're know, weird early teenage yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in the too. weird, or I am the weird. Have you grown out of yeah. that yet? Not no, really. No, no. <laughs> I've literally stayed the same. Clearly, since has not outgrown that stage of his life. I still sit the same. I'm sitting on my legs right now as we record. Uh, <laughs> Because you, you but, still have good knees, apparently. <laughs> uh, apparently, and my ankles hate me. Oh, yeah. So it, it was an 
eye-opening time of just renting a ton of movies. I mean, it was kung fu movies, it was action movies, it was horror movies. Like, we just went the, to the video store nonstop because it's like, well, we got all these like gift cards. You gotta use them, you right? Know? Right. You can only spend them in one spot. I don't want a hamburger today. I want, uh, uh, I want a chicken sandwich today. So, and that's what you did at, at, at Blockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. Like, man, I saw I saw a horror movie last night. Let's see an action movie. Let's see a comedy. Let's see. Yeah. That was yeah, the beauty talking. of the video store. I was a huge Star Wars nerd in second grade. This was pretty much when I realized I was not going to have friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> I specifically remember going to that like parent teacher like introduction for the next grade into second grade and my mom yeah. being like well he's really in the star wars and like no one like acknowledged that it what was, year was just ah uh, second grade second grade you'd be about what seven it was when the thx remasters came out so what, 95, oh, 95? That was, yeah. yeah it was that was not nine that was 95 yeah. yeah oh hell yeah so that was like i was in the star wars it was so when episode one was coming out, it was huge to me that I get to see yes, a Star it Wars was. movie in a theater mm-hmm. and having to correct every kid in fourth grade. It would have been at that time, I believe, that it was not Luke Skywalker. It was his dad, Anakin. Good for you. Yes. <laughs> you you boys are stupid. <laughs> get your nerd on. But then also like Blade, Starship yeah. Troopers. The Matrix. Remember getting the Matrix on VHS, but then finally getting a DVD player and getting the Matrix and thinking that was the greatest thing, not realizing it was just a rip of the VHS for that first release. It it wasn't until the Blu-ray where they finally it was on disc. It was on living in the Matrix. Slow it down even further. Which still couldn't see the green suits with the guys with the boards holding them while they did the bullet. Still couldn't see that. No matter how much you slowed it down. But then there was a movie from the 90s that really, really, like, still stands out to me as, like, one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh. It's Terminator 2. And it has Edward Furlong. And I thought Edward Furlong was the coolest person ever as a kid. He had a dirt bike. He ran away from the cops. Like, he listened to metal. Yeah. yeah, like he had that laptop. He could hack. God, he Remember did when laptop, hacking was he? cool? Hey, I still watch Hackers. I love that movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Matthew Lillard. I don't care what anyone says. Angelina Jolie, dude. Yeah. So, love that Kind of round it all back up to Brain Scan, where it was like, cool, we're getting another 90s Edward Furlong movie. Like, Which is why I'm surprised you've never seen it. That's I, shocking. Never heard of it. As a kid, though, I thought he was like the coolest, most badass person ever. He had that cool haircut. All yep. the girls liked him. Like, I just thought that was what you needed to achieve to be, to be cool. And right. like, Terminator 2 is still like, look, they tried to make how many sequels to that movie, and you can't surpass the second one. No. You know? No. Right. You're right. No. Yeah. Aliens is the same way. Yeah, true. Like it's yeah. just like you can't I, top what is perfect. You had those first two films, and they were darn near perfect. I have a feeling when we do T two, mm-hmm. it's going to be a two part episode. Probably going to have to. You know, yeah, eventually like, we'll have to do a two part. Yeah, and yeah, like I feel like that will, that will be one. Or it's just this like one might have to be such if we an keep impact. Talking. 
<laughs> right, right. Let's let's wrap this it's up. It's funny because I can look how like, long this goes. There's not going to be much of this movie to talk about, and here we are going to have like a no. I I long knew episode. I had a ton of stuff to talk about this movie. All right, everybody, <laughs> it's time for Raining Blood. Unlike our last horror episode that hit us with a big old fat goose egg <gasps> at the yeah. end. Really? Yeah, Amityville Horror has no deaths. But does this one have any deaths? It does. <laughs> I was going to say, is there are an asterisk to this one? Oh, there are two asterisks. Two. <laughs> <laughs> so, your asterisks. Okay, go I, it's a thing that I've I had know, know, since the beginning, and it's my bit. And it's your show. So <laughs> That's go right. On, go on. Go on. All right, show. The re- on the surface, the raining blood is six, on the surface. But ah, ah, it was a dr- all a dream, or was it? Everyone is forgetting, though. There was a dead dude in the street when Edward Furlong's cutting through the uh, houses and first meets Franklin Jella. They are carting off a body on a gurney, covered up, zipped really? up. In a big puddle of blood that causes Edward Furlong to have his first flashback back to being a kid. He reacts to the blood. And it's right when Franklin Jell is like, you live around here, kid. He's like, I just mm-hmm. live, you know, a couple blocks away. Get home. That wasn't that wasn't the first. I fear that was the first that, victim. That, no, that uh, he hasn't played the game yet. Uh, he hadn't played the game yet. Really? He so had, you, you've seen got, more than I, so I okay. He at, right after that he gets the mail, uh, okay, and the right, disc uh, is in the mail okay, right after head, that scene. Like, oh, like, like uh, whatever. This was <laughs> funny how the brain the, works. This this was how funny they how were the able stupid. to. I'm gonna slap you. Bring it. This this was <laughs> how the movie was able to go. He has past trauma because it caused him to stop and remember all right, all right. that instance. So there is a dead body. The asterisks to that. I kind of want to count the mom in this one. I was going to ask you if you were going to count yeah, the mom. Yeah, that's good. Because normally we don't count we the don't last see her. Yeah. But, man, is that a graphic mm-hmm. death. She is laying out on the thing. Yep. You know she's dead. She because did. Yeah. So I feel like while I am putting an asterisk to it, still happened. And. The second asterisk is, if everything is erased, Mm -hmm. there are still three. 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 Mom. Mom. The guy in the street. With Oh, guy in the street. Guy in the street. street. And And the guy with the foot. The guy with the foot. (laughs) I'm a guy with a foot. Guy without a foot. Guy without a foot. Okay, I am a guy with two foots. There are... The on the surface and two asterisks. There are six feet on this podcast. <laughs> and two of us I'm, under six feet. <laughs> I'm not touching that one at all, floppy drive. All right. <laughs> Seeing as how there are still some kills in this movie, that means unlike Amityville as well, we have our kill of the week. What do you think? Zombie kill of the week? Pete, uh, <laughs> welcome back, my friend. Hi. We've missed you. We have. It's been great. 
catching up. Kill of the week, sir. I have a feeling we're all going to pick the same one. Yeah, it's probably it's, going to be the same one. We are, because there's only one on screen, right? I, yeah. Uh, not, well, no, Edward Furlong does well, get yeah, killed on screen. I guess, yeah. Uh, no, that's dumb. Uh, the The very first kill is... Uh, okay, so the very first kill kind of reminds me of that Jallo we watched. Yeah, uh, House by Cemetery. House by Cemetery, yeah. where it opened with a... The fantastic bitchin kill bitchin at the kill. beginning. And then it was... Yeah, <laughs> most of it, and then it ends with like, "Whoo, oh, I, huh, you shook me awake, huh?" Yeah. So there's something <laughs> happening at the very end. Ah, they so were all ghosts at this, the end. <laughs> right, right. So it, the, this movie, without actually being a giallo, kind of reminded me of a giallo. No, there's some uh, flavor to it. I'll, I'll give right, you that. Right, right. So yeah. that that very first kill, which I think everyone is going to pick, because it's mm. really the only on-screen. Yeah, we'll argue about that later. Uh, There's that no first, argument. That no. first kill is brutal and wonderful. I'll, I'll pick and that it's one. all from his yeah. perspective. We have not mentioned that, have we? Right, right. It's no, all. It's all I it's, made the. It's I made first the person to to maniac. Yeah. It's first person. Yeah. yeah. If you are, if you are a gamer like Duke Nukem, Quake, because this is what we were person. talking about. They set up the movie so well that you're like, oh, is this the game? But then or, immediately they go, oh, it was him the whole time. Before exactly. you know, we're like not even halfway so, through the movie, and it's like, oh, it was him. So that hey. that is a brutal kill. I love it. It's good. You want to go next? You want me to go next? Oh no, I'll go next. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's it's a yeah. fantastic. It set the stage for what I thought I was going to get from this movie, mm-hmm. and that's where I was disappointed that I did not keep getting more escalation from it. I guess. <laughs> um, right. But I also feel like if it would have, it would have made me very uncomfortable. Uh, yeah. Quite like the maniac. If it got remake. worse from there. Yeah, it'd been, yeah, that'd have been a rough yeah. movie to watch. I feel like that's where this movie fails. <laughs> is I not escalating. Think, I don't think the '90s were ready for that. <laughs> I think they were, though. Also, I really think they were. The '70s director, were worse. Yeah, crap. the director the has not were, really done you anything. You talk about some brutal murders. Holy moly! Go back to the '70s. I just think the '90s were a different time. Yeah, weird. A weird it was, it, buffer. It was because we had from, to have the villain on what media is. Right, right, right. You you were really looking to uh, capitalize on a a new franchise. So yep. I'm done. But, I mean, an honorable mention would be the one guy that gets a bunch of bricks falling on him. Uh, that, that was fun. Yeah, that was a that fun, was, fun, fun little goofy that. moment. I'm not going to do honorable know, mention. He until still lives. Charlie's done. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, we all know it's it's that first kill. Okay. I mean, okay. The guy flails around, although I, I kept going, although I probably was safer for him not to do this as an actor, but I wanted when he fell off the bed to actually land on the knife. Oh boy. Not be face He was down. rolling around, wasn't he? Yeah. The yeah. actor was rolling around. I was like, like ooh, ow, ooh, ow, ooh, I would ow. have loved, I mean, they already went that far and they were about to go further. I would have loved the little tip of the knife coming through his sternum. You know, Ooh, like fall good, yeah. right on it, little, boom, just out of his belly button or something. Yeah, yeah that. Then, be good. then the killer would have to roll him over, pull <laughs> the knife out, Get the foot. then cut the foot off. Which the foot is the most uh-huh. graphic, funnest kill though is. The first time you watch this, you're not expecting the principal to get crushed by bricks. Right. No. It's kind of like, what just happened? And I remember that still, and I still laugh when it happens because I've seen uh-huh. it 40 freaking times. Right, right. It's, what is it, Beetlejuice? I've seen The Exorcist, and it just keeps getting funnier every time I've seen it. <laughs> I see it. 
That's the, the principal getting crushed by a pallet of bricks. <laughs> I, I think I think my asterisk was the uh, the cop that gets shot because I wasn't expecting that either. That's like, still no. yeah. That's still <laughs> like still what still just happened? He's got a gun. He's like, <laughs> Bang. Yeah, it's not like it's like someone off in the distance yelled it. They were only like fifteen feet from each other. He's got a gun. This is exactly why Tector from Blind Fury votes for gun safety. <laughs> That's right. Also, the killer never shot anyone, so it's like, why would we be worried if he has a gun? Yeah. Gun, right, right. If he has a gun. His uh. mo has changed. <laughs> All right, boys, let's rig this. Guys, it's okay. He just wanted his machete back. Back around to you, Pete. Welcome back. Give us your Mm. machete rating. Uh, This movie isn't good, but it doesn't suck. Mm. It's a five. There it is. That's what I I expected. I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm not saying go watch it. I'm just saying... You're not saying stop what you're doing, but if you no. ever have the chance. No. Matter of fact, we should go ahead and say it's on Tubi right now. So Tubi so is free. It's free. I found it on YouTube also. It is also fully on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah. Tubi it's... was actually a really good rip of it. It's not the Shout Factory, but it's really, right. really good. Right. It, really, it, it looked yeah, very it was good. I, I'm, it's just like, it's a movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. This is fully what I expected. Yep. Nate, you want me to go uh, next or you want to go next? I'll go next. Sure. Okay. Why not? Just for, you know, you, this is the movie it's, you love. It's, it's my movie. It's your movie. Uh, movie. I, I'm going to give it a six. I, yeah. I'm right there with Pete, though. I, I think, I don't think I'd watch it again. I'd have a hard time recommending this to anyone unless they were a product of the 90s. No, okay. Uh, sure. oh, watch you haven't movie. seen Brain Scan like myself. Like, give it a whirl. See what you think. Okay. You know? Hopefully it'll do kind of what it did for all three of us of just kind of like reflecting the, back. The on guy the that was itself. the trickster was a really fantastic. I, I really he was the highlight. Performance. He's totally, I really enjoyed like, his performance. He really is. Like, mm-hmm. and it, like you look up his career and he has not done much. It's because he's only he's, a voice he's actor. A stage actor, isn't he? Yeah. He, he, so he was a stage actor. Stage voice. He was, he auditioned only to be the trickster because that's how it was written originally. It was just supposed to be a voice on the computer. So they called him after he got the role going, hey, are you allergic to makeup? And he realized, oh, crap, I'm going to be on screen. So that is how he even got this job. He is also uncredited, but he is the voice of Igor on the computer as well. (laughs) Yep. It's a very interesting movie, especially like it's one that will never get a remake because it's so it bombs so badly. and It's just kind of like forgotten about. You you can do that premise better. But this premise is very intriguing. Like it was like those first like 30 minutes to 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. I was like fully intrigued of like, where's mm-hmm. this going to go? Yeah. You know, and I, I wish it could have gone further. Uh, but yeah, like it, it, it definitely has like a very interesting premise. That's that's cool. I think <laughs> so. Yeah. OK. Well, that leaves me Captain Nostalgia over here. Indeed. Now. Don't get me wrong. I can take off the nostalgia glasses and tell you what this movie is. I've, I've said it several times. We, on we can all do that. Yeah, man. Just, we can just all do let, that. Get, give it to us. But I ha- I can't ignore the impact this movie's had on me. This movie is a time mm-hmm. capsule for me. This perfectly captures a screenshot of a time in the 90s. It also is kind of a, the, the perfect transitional movie. You 
you come to expect from the 90s where they were experimenting. They didn't know what was going to work, what wasn't going to work. How do we follow Freddy? How do we follow Jason? All these other iconic characters. What's next? This is a logical next step, especially with video games and everything happening and parents that are against all these things and people, you know, kids want violence and violence is going to cause these kids to kill everyone and all this other bull crap that comes from it and still does to this day. To me, though, this movie is a solid seven and a half. I truly adore this movie. I watch it all the time. I have the DVD. I it's multiple watches each year. There's just days where I'm just like, I really want to watch brain scan and I'll have it on in the background. I really do. I love the trickster in this. He love that you love it. He has this, this, this aura about him that damn it. If they had just done a little bit more with the story and more impact there, we would be talking about brain scan three. We would be going, why did brain scan never go into space? It was the logical (laughs) next step. (laughs) Right. But I mean, yeah. Hellraiser did it, but this fall <laughs> you've seen him in hell. Now you'll see him in space. space. The trickster. <laughs> they thought it was a game to play on the space station. They were wrong. Dead, Dead wrong. wrong. <laughs> Dead wrong. <laughs> so it's weird when you can watch a movie and go, God, you were so close. And the clip I showed you guys. They were there. They were touching. They were touching it. And for whatever reason, they pulled back. For whatever reason, they just didn't go. It's going to sound cheesy when I say this, but they didn't give it the X factor that this movie sorely deserved. You know, that, that one thing about it that's just like, whoa, wow. It's like the Scream. The Scream franchise gave us that X factor. Mm-hmm. Where we thought slashers were dead and it come back. And you're just like, whoa. They took something that we thought we knew and turned it on its ear. Brain scan should have been that. And I can admit, they didn't quite hit the mark. They hit they hit the board. They didn't hit the mark. Agreed. Um, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. So, seven and a half for me. But I will recommend everyone to watch it. I think it's an experience. But I'm not going to say it's going to change your life. What I'm going to say is it's a snapshot to an era. And yeah. much like movies like The Craft and stuff like that, that did kind of give us that X factor, but they're Craft also another snapshot yeah. into another era mm-hmm. that is perfectly personified in the movie. But those are able to stay timeless. This one definitely is aged. So agreed. Yeah, well, that, that, that's a good point. Yeah, this one is aged. Uh, I think like The Craft and Ginger Snaps. Those are yes. Those are movies yeah. that. Uh, those are good. You're right. They're, they're good. good. They're, they're they, really uh, good. They, 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 uh, I haven't seen the craft able forever. To now you got me wanting to dig that out. Time to oh, it's, or the I've, spooky season. I've probably watched the craft once a year. It, oh yeah. It, it's, it's even, that's at, I mean, it, like it's always been considered like the chick, uh, horror movie. Dudes like it too, man. I thought I want to punch people and say it's a chick. Yeah. It's a horror movie. But you know, but you horror movie that's awesome. You guys do know. I mean, you know, there are people that do that. There's like, oh, it's a chick horror movie. I'm not going to watch the craft. It's stupid. I'm like, no, man, it's actually brilliant. And they really dive Mm -hmm. into while guys' lives and locker room talk has always been in movies and talked about, the craft was one of the few that gave you that. Other than Carrie, they kind of, but they went deeper with this one. 
that you're like crap girls talk shit just as bad as dudes talk shit you know they they deal with a lot of the same crap we do this episode's going really long guys but you know good conversation (laughs) you can't put a stop clock on all right you can't do that nate you're gonna break my heart dude oh i I don't think so i'm doing something different oh on this one see we were gonna read the... the back of the Oh, crap, we Um, didn't do that, did we? We didn't. But on the back of the VHS cover, there's a quote on there. Okay. And the quote is, Nightmare on (laughs) CD-ROM. And that comes from one Roger Ebert. Oh. Fellas, he trashed this Did Ebert like this? No. I have hunted down the Ebert review. (gasps) Oh, good. Oh, bring it down. The first time we have ever done an actual- professional a professional can i push the button though because i know what the review is go ahead and push the button i'm the trash man i come out i throw trash all over all over the ring and then i start eating garbage and then i pick up the trash can and i oh that's gonna be a disaster he gave this movie two stars Back on April 22nd. Out of three, right? 1994. Definitely out of three. I mean, we didn't have five stars back then. I thought it was five stars with Cisco. (laughs) I have no idea. It was five. It was was probably five. Thumbs up, thumbs down, but it was five. five. It was five stars. Things were cheaper back then. (laughs) (laughs) They had more Any movie about computers starts out with a technical problem. How exciting can it be to show someone sitting at a keyboard and staring at a screen? Not brain not, scan, a movie about a teenager who gets trapped inside a deadly computer game solves the problem by providing the trickster, a cadaverous character who looks something like Alice Cooper on the third day of the wake. <laughs> the trickster, the wake, I like that, materializes from a CD ROM computer game, or says he does, and hangs <laughs> around the kid's room, sticking his finger in an electric socket for entertainment. That was funny. The kid's name is Michael. He's played by Edward Furlong of Turner Mayor 2, Judgment Day. And like a lot of teenagers, he has carved out a corner of the family home at his private domain. It's the attic where he has thousands of dollars worth of equipment, including a fast computer with state-of-the-art audio-visual capabilities. So so he's paid per word, right? He is, yes. (laughs) And a remote-controlled video camera that can spy on the teenage girl next door and send the picture to a handy TV monitor. Teenagers are really getting lazy when they can't even peek out through the blinds themselves. See, he knew. Michael is a video game buff with a subsidiary interest in horror films. When he's caught showing a violent slasher film to (laughs) to his high school class, he's hauled up in front of the principal, who sternly demands the title of the film, Death, death. Is this a synopsis? What are you doing? Michael says, part two. What these movies are basically (laughs) offering is a digitized update on those dream sequences and fantasy scenes in old horror movies. When the hero wakes up sweaty and gasping, does it matter if it was only a dream or only a CD-ROM video game? Brain scan is interesting, not so much because of the plot, the murders, and the trickster, as because it's a portrait of a teenage boy living at one remove from the world. The computer provides him with his interface with reality, so that, in a sense, he is the game. 
I had a sinking feeling during the scene where he trains his video camera on the girl next door and feeds his signal into a monitor. In his mind, I fear he was thinking, not what a bod, but what a signal. (laughs) What? Not once does he mention the quote on the back of the VHS. I'm very confused. Which one is Siskel and which one's Ebert? Which one's the skinny one and which one's the poor one? Siskel's the skinny one. Okay, so what I watched, uh, I watched oh. the video of from Cisco. Oh, and the old videos, yeah. The video of them talking about, you know, this is where they did the thumbs up, thumbs down. Cisco goes, once the trickster showed up, I couldn't watch the movie anymore. I was out. And Ebert looks at me and goes, oh, so you're already a thumbs down? Yep, thumbs down. Well, I guess we can make this easy. Two thumbs down. What is all of that novel you just read to I, us? He read. I, I like that he calls it a CD-ROM video game. That sounds like a vampire and trying re- to fit in with the kids. And like, oh, you guys have any CD-ROM video games? Hello, fellow youth. Do you have any <laughs> CD-ROM? Pete is yeah. thinking really hard right now, I want to know man. where the quote came from now. I'm, I'm not kidding. So the uh, the TV show was like we got thirty minutes to review X amount of movies, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like okay. A ton of movies. Thumbs down. Great. Thumbs down. Right. But for the Chicago Tribune or whomever Ebert was writing for, that was per word, and that's why he flowered that thing up. <laughs> oh my god! Like that was he talks ridiculous. about the videotape, but then references it at the end. Yeah, yeah. It he the, caps it with that. Why? Yep. Why did he write this novel and then went in the TV you show? Know what? I know what it is. Because of the medium. I know what it is. He really did stop when the trickster showed up. So all that that he talks about happens before the trickster shows up. Uh, mm-hmm, fair. So mm-hmm. he literally quit watching the movie and wrote a review the about the like, movie. Ah, this movie's stupid. Uh, wow, whatever, guys! Whatever. Are we anyway. trying to? Are we having another anniversary for the longest episode? Let's, I think let's, so. let's, 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 I didn't know crazy. that this was going to happen. That's why I picked a really long review. You keep thinking episodes are going to be short, man, and they never are. Yeah, and this was a I Charlie nostalgia. <laughs> like I, I made sure I had notes. Eighty percent of this <laughs> episode notes. is not That's just about a the flip movie book that you're showing us of the trickster dancing. Maybe. Actually, I have I have the end quote that I wanted to say later. So All right. Save it. It's so one of my favorite is, lines. Is it get a grip? No. It's <laughs> no, one of my other favorite ones. All right. Everyone's tired of hearing about us. That's right. Uh, you, you know where to find us. We're on all the social media sites. You know who's in there. Networks. Go listen to one of our older shows. You'll hear them all. But we're running long, so I'm not even going to play them all. Nope. Nope. Nate, I'm getting us out of here with a good word. Indeed. All right. Do this. No country western music, please. Every man has his limits. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a good one. Let's talk about how I get back home.